And it says we're live. All right. So, All right. Yeah. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of D&D After Dark. My name is Zero with Zero's Hobbies and the Tabletop Dungeoneers, and I'm joined by JD from It's a Critical, also with the Tabletop Dungeoneers. And we will have some special guests on with us later in the evening. Uh, hopefully, we'll have Hate from Save or Die and uh, the Grim DM as well. So hopefully, we can get them going pretty soon. Um, what's going on, JD? Not much. Just kind of relaxing at home. I'm not gonna lie, because you know, with yeah. the current state <laughs> of the of, of the country right now, and and all the other countries, and the situation that's going on right now, um, we won't talk too much about it. But everybody's home, and I hope everybody's safe and staying safe, and you know, doing everything they can to protect themselves and their family from what's going on out there. So I just wanted to throw that out there yeah it's just but you know I, it's, it's it's i find it hilarious that um <laughs> this is where gamers will shine right like because, exactly it's it's like that meme i'm seeing that like oh uh what was it i gotta see if i can find it but it's like something says like i was made for this and had a picture of a gamer yeah absolutely <laughs> instead of a computer people, people have messaged me and i want to thank my friends and family who've messaged me just just to you know, check in on me and stuff. But to be honest, man, I've been on lockdown for more than one month. <laughs> so I'm used to it already. You know what I mean? And I thankfully have a lot of hobbies to keep me busy, um, you know, in, in, at this time. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out really quick to Stu from We Roll Dice. Uh, Save from Hater Die is on right now. Um, what's up, fellas? I'm sorry we took a little bit of time tonight, uh, but we're going to get at it in, in a minute with the topic. But before we do, I have a special announcement from the Tabletop Dungeoneers. Um, we are going to be doing a giveaway uh, this week for the table, the one-of-a-kind Tabletop Dungeoneers 3D printed Beholder. If you don't mind, JD, go ahead and put that on yep. the screen real quick um, for us. We got a quick picture of one um, that's been done. I believe this is Hates, and he's been working on it. There it is right there. There you go. So uh, that is a 3D printed model created um designed by hate from save or die uh 3d designed by um quinian from quinian's budget craft you can check his channel out as well he's another tabletop dungeoneer um and we've had them printed out some of the members have them uh some of them have already worked on them uh it is printed most of them have been printed in clear resin so that you could actually put some lighting some if you check out the overboard dm he's got on his channel he's got his finished he's got an led light system put in through it um, the tentacle, the, uh, the, the pieces will come two halves front and back, and it will also come with 11 tentacles. And we know beholders only have like 10, um, or, but as a special eyes, but it has a couple extra just in case you need, you know, you want to change up the positioning of the tentacles and stuff like that, but stay tuned to the end of the show. So we can tell you guys how to win or, you know, what your chances are and how to win this, uh, one of a kind 3d printed model. So we'll we'll go over the details of that at the end of the show. Hey Grim, how you doing? Joined by the Grim DM from Down on Fellas. Hi, buddy. What's going on? Oh, not much. It started a bit earlier. This tonight caught me caught me short, but <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, I was just telling everybody about the uh, con the uh, giveaway we're doing this week with the Tabletop Dungeoneers Discord. Uh, Beholder logo, uh, 3D printed model. Yeah, awesome. 
yeah, definitely yeah. get it get into get for it. I wouldn't mind one of myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ashley, also, if uh, they join the uh, Tabletop Engineers Discord server, the file is actually there too. Is it? I believe. Is I, available? I believe so. Okay. Well, there you go. So, like uh, I know, I think that one will become pre-symbol and printed. Well, all you got to do is paint it. Maybe uh, touch the eye stocks. No, no, but, you still have to print the files there, but you still have to print out the pieces because it comes in pieces. Mm -hmm. Well, I think like hate's gonna uh, send it. Oh yeah, this one he will send yeah. built and primered. So you guys, all you have to do is base it and paint it. Um, so it's definitely it's definitely a really cool piece. I have one myself, and I haven't put it together yet because the weather here in Chicago is terrible. So priming is really yep. difficult. But if you're in warm weather, you can you can definitely prime it up and, and or you can leave it green, uh, whatever or whatever color it comes in. I mean, you know, it's up to you. But it's yep. definitely a cool little tabletop uh, decoration. You know what I'm saying? And it, like I said, it represents the tabletop dungeoneers, which we what we try to represent is tabletop gaming, you know, and all kinds of hobbies, actually, but mainly tabletop. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the files here. So like if they join the discord server, they have access to it. Hate says hobbies are a blessing. You are absolutely right, my dude. That's, that's not hate. That's, that's not hate. No, that's we roll dice. Oh, no, Stu, my bad. Stu. Yeah, that's Stu. Yeah, he says hobbies. Right, I'll get on that. You're absolutely right, Stu. And it, it, they are, man. And I, you know, I'm I'm grateful I have them, and I'm grateful that I have a lot, a variety of them to to keep me busy, man, because keeps us sane, you know. Especially. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Let me in, your leaders. <laughs> But I'm on my phone, so is it possible? Uh, yeah, is absolutely. This is StreamYard Apples. Go to the link. Um, uh, actually, I'll, I, what I did, I sent the link to you guys. Yeah. But I'll post it in the StreamYard one. How about that? Um. Yeah. Go we'll DM it to him. Oh, actually, I would, yeah, I would DM it to him. Yeah, just DM it to him. That way, you don't have like everybody in their mama trying to jump on. Yep, I got to let me. We're gonna send it to you in a second, Retro. Don't worry, we're we're coming. <laughs> yep, there we go. So you got AD and in your username, so you're already a late mate. He's uh, yeah. He's... <laughs> <laughs> he should be running the show. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. He's not, you know, and it's funny because he doesn't DM. He doesn't have a lot of experience dungeon mastering, but he's got a lot of player experience. So it's nice to have that insight, you know what I mean? Because sometimes yeah. we, we get all the DMs on here and we're we're going we're ranting about something and we're ranting from a DM's perspective. Even though most of us have been players, when you become a DM, you got a whole different set of responsibilities and you know roles to fill. You forget what it's like to be a player, especially if you're like us, where we don't even get to play anymore because <laughs> everybody wants us yeah. to play. How do they get to play, honestly? I, I don't get to play. <laughs> like, oh, I, I mean, oh. I could play locally if I wanted to play fifth ed. Um, I don't really have the time at the moment. Hey, it works. Hey, Canadian Retro. <laughs> You're joined by Canadian Retro. Check out his channel, uh, 82nd edition. And Canadian Retro. And Canadian Retro. Am I giving you guys like a massive amount of feedback or what? You say what? No, it's a little bit laggy, but. No, you're good. You're good. All right. Let's see. We Roll says, uh, I played a lot, but mostly DM'd. Yeah. See, that's that's the point. Once you start DMing, it's just, it becomes the job. You know what I mean? And I, I, that's what I think. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. I bet I, I love 
I love DMing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I would like to just play occasionally, even if it's just a one shot. It's just good to be on the other side of the screen. So, for sure. but yeah, it's it, it definitely it, to your advantage for everyone to experience both as mm. a player. If you DM, you can see the work that does go into it, might give you a bit more understanding on how hard certain things are. And when it's a DM, you have all these ideas when you're a DM. Why don't the players think of this? Like, it's so obvious. But then when you're playing and the other DM's just like, it's right there in front of you, the solution, yes. the answer to the riddle, and you just can't see the forest for the trees. It's, yeah. like, it's like your intelligence level goes down. Yeah. <laughs> you become a player when you're playing because you're not thinking on that scale. And you're right. As a DM, you're like, it's the simplest puzzle I've ever seen in my life. But to the players, they're like, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they see it, they're like, oh, okay. So also, there's a lot of websites out there right now that's doing like uh, what they call relief packs of what's going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're offering yeah. free bundles or yeah. really heavily discounted bundles on, on getting started and stuff like that. I saw mm -hmm. that. Free adventures and stuff like that. That's yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a few publishers giving away this stuff free on DMs, Guild, mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. So, so, so well, that's a good segue into our topic this week. <laughs> I wanted to talk about social media, the internet connection that we all have now, and its impact on Dungeons & Dragons. So... You know, and I know I've talked about this before in the show and I've complained about it. And, you know, I, you guys know my feelings on these guys, but guys like <laughs> the guys at Critical Role and their influence on the culture of Dungeons and Dragons and the, the effect it has on original gamers like Grim, myself, you know, and, and probably Retro too, because you've been playing for a while and, and how it affects new players like JD you know who just getting started you know within a couple years so he's only known them you know for mm -hmm. pretty much the entire time he's been dming whereas you guys and myself we were at a point where we had digital calculators you know what i mean you know what i'm saying there was no internet now see when i was younger i did watch the cartoon well, i mean <laughs> that's like nothing compared I'm, to I'm just saying, like, <laughs> what i'm saying is like how has it impacted us as players and dms old school and new school you know what i'm saying like and where do we think it's gonna go you, you know what i'm saying so i mean we could we could we could definitely go there and and again canadian i know you're not normally on with us but i i was just telling the guys i really like having you on because you have a primary player's perspective and you know a lot of times right. when we're all together it's all the dms and we're all like oh you know, I can tell you what he really said after the show, if you want. People think that we're like <laughs> we're pitchforking against the, the players, but you know it's not. It's not that we just you know we're just giving it from that perspective. Yeah, you're giving it from a certain perspective, and that totally makes sense. Right. So, what do you think? That's your experience, and that's what you have to share, and that's it. Yeah. So, how do you? Yeah. I mean, what do you think about like? Okay. What do you well, guys I think? Like, about? if you take a if you take a look at some of those, like, if you're sort of getting into it. At any level, it doesn't matter if you're DMing, if you're a player, like it really doesn't matter when it comes down to like that part of it. If you see one of these broadcasts, high-end, like YouTube channels, and that's what sparks your interest, you're really never gonna meet that level of production if you're trying to do it. You just won't. Right. Like you can't. 
like right. there was, yeah you see you see these people on the screen right like they're on youtube or whatever you see these people on the screen and they have a bunch of people in the background doing a whole bunch of wacka stuff that you can't right. like you can't do that yourself it's impossible my biggest problem so with like your your expectations would be set too high right 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 and i think that's the biggest the Matt effect well, yeah, that's what they call it now. And see, that's the problem too, right? There's actually a name for it based on the person who has perpetuated that mindset. And I'm not saying it's his fault because it's not, right? He's just a geek who likes Dungeons and Dragons. The problem is his job, right? Like his real world job offers him the luxury of having all those people on his show who are in the same field. They're actors. Yes, they may stand behind a screen and use a mic, but they're still actors, right? Like they have yeah. that ability. They know how to put on a show. They know how to put on a good show. I'm not saying it's fake. I'm just saying that they know how to put on a good show. So when players, new especially, see this, that, like you said, Kate, that, that expectation is set so high, their in-house dungeon master is doesn't really have a fighting chance, like I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like it, he doesn't have a chance to really shine on his own because he's living up to a standard that he shouldn't have to. You, you know what I'm saying? What do you think, Grim? Um, I I get kind of torn over it a bit because I think anything that brings people to the hobby, like to a degree, I can't knock. So even if it's not right. to my taste. You know, I, I'm prepared to deal with it or whatever. Um, I think the whole Matt Mercer effect is it, it, twofold, though. So DMs, DMs feel the pressure of being able to do all these voices and, and, and come up with cool ideas and those kinds of things. But it's also DMs are now expecting a lot more from their players for them to do voices and to really role play and that kind of thing. And doing voices, like a multitude of different voices, isn't easy. And some people are just embarrassed, especially if they're first-time players. Like, mm -hmm. they don't know anyone who plays D&D, so they jump on Facebook, find, like, a local group that plays, and, you know, they're at the table sheepish. They're not going to start, like launching into like these full-on accents and theatrics and, and, and all that people are shy so <clears throat> there's so much so much pressure and, and and expectation around the whole voice thing i think it is harmful and i think there's probably plenty of people that watch critical role who will never ever play the game they just get enough enjoyment it's like watching a radio drama sort of thing listening to something like that people are going to watch those things and they're not going to give them the the inspiration to play because they might be intimidated by the, the skill level i'm sort of it even feels like i'm clutching at straws here because i don't want to like hate on critical role but no, it's to me that, yeah, yeah. Critical not the only one out there I yeah, want to make that point too i don't want to i don't want people to think that i hate them because i don't i just don't feel that they're that much of a benefit to the community like yes the, if it gets people into the game sure that's a great thing right yeah um, i think but, it i think it benefits the community but they are not an accurate representation of the average dnd group around the world it's just not right. not the way most of us play and a lot of us would love to be able to play that way i suppose sure, sure. And, and do those voices but 
if anyone watches Critical Role, don't, whether you like it or hate it, don't let it affect your desire to pick up a book, pick up a DM screen, pick up some dice, get some friends together and start playing because you can use that as your model or you can just ignore it. I don't really watch online streams of games because I find them boring <laughs> for the most part. And, 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 you know, some people are entertained by it and that's okay. I've tried to watch a few, especially there's guys doing AD&D streams, um, second edition. And Crit, yes. can you send can you send Stu the link? Yes. Yeah. We roll dice the link. I'm sorry, Stu. I was holding off. I didn't want to interrupt you, DM. Yeah. I, I, um, I apologize. Um, also, Rivers says that uh, DMs can't compete with Matt Mercer, but it's a good way to get him in the hobby. Now, I'm not going to disagree completely. But I am going to say that I don't think so. I have met some very, very good DMs. I mean, we're talking, I was inspired to create after They're I the met best. these DMs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They just did not have the financial means to produce a show that these guys like, produce. That's all. I, I've, I've listened to Matt Mercer, and he does have some skills. But again, he's a voice actor. He's designed from the start. To come and, up with all that crazy stuff, like, but, I totally agree with what Zero is saying there, because you know I've been lucky enough to play with a couple of DMs who may not have the voice acting chops doing voices, <laughs> but their adventures and the story and that was so frigging good. You did not need to rely on that, and the and the statement like DMs cannot compete, <laughs> DMs cannot compete with Matt, like. It's not even a competition because you, you should ahead. be DMing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are not the 20s you want. Yeah. You should be DMing the way that feels comfortable for you. You can watch him yes. get inspired by him, but never ever like just try to hold yourself up against somebody else. Like you right. do what's fun for you. It's I not mean, a competition. Wrong, right. Like when I started dungeon mastering, I held myself up to the standard that I played at. And that my dungeon master was that, right? Like the guy that taught me how to dungeon master and play and all that stuff. I held myself to at least that standard. Like I got to be this good to keep people's attention, to keep them excited. So I was working on my craft as a DM, right? And as I got to different groups and I went further along, I got better experience, right? That's just what happens, right? You do something often enough, you gain experience and you get better at it. You get faster at it. And, you know, then people start to look at you and say, damn, I got to aspire to be like that. I just, like I said, so in my book, like pros and cons, I think critical role, I think it's more detrimental to the community than it is positive, but I do believe there is some positive from, from them being there. I just think well, that there's I, more negative than positive in my book. Now, sure, it's entertaining, but like I said, if I, if I tuned into, like, check it out. If I tuned into, a, there was a show on YouTube called Talk About Garbage, right? And it featured Jack Nicholson, Ryan Reynolds, you know, uh, any, you know, whoever, whoever, Anthony Hopkins. I'll watch are, it. You are expecting that to be a good show. Already right? sounds like, good. You, you see <laughs> yeah, that right? Like, you're going to expect that to be good. Anthony those, Hopkins, come on. You can put those guys in movies made of dog shit and it'll still be good. You know what okay. I'm saying? Anything with Ryan Reynolds is good. So, for Matt Mercer and his crew, <laughs> I don't expect any less from them because they are actors. We just don't see them on the screen. We hear them. Oh, voice actors. Yeah, exactly. Right. They're, they're voice actors. Their job is to produce entertainment, and they do a great job at it. I just don't think it's helpful for the community as a whole. 
I think that there's more of an agenda there. That's just my conspiracy theory, but I believe there's more of an agenda there. Hence their new RPG game coming out and all this other stuff and whatever. It is what it is. But that's that's completely my opinion on it. I mean, you guys have your versions of that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, th- I think I think it uh, something like Matt Mercer. It brings it, it 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 brings it to the uh, masses. It makes it so that people that weren't necessarily uh, interested in D and D growing up or or the whole geek culture, it it kind of gives them a taste more of like a Hollywood feel yeah. on it, I suppose. Yeah. When really, you know, uh, it could take some new DMs and make them very shy and nervous over the fact that they can't compete, as as, as you right. had stated. Right. But uh, again, like any new DM out there, you just you pick up the dice, you start rolling. You don't know the rules. That really doesn't matter. Because um, mm. it, 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 so long as your group, you don't have a bunch of rules lawyers sitting in your group. And who cares? Everyone's right? just there to have fun, right? Everyone's right. just there to roll some dice. Everyone's just there to blow off the steam of the day, kind of thing. Uh, in my group, it's always if my players laugh and laugh and laugh throughout yeah. the night, and at the end of the session. They're asking when our next session is. That that's a win, right? Don't you don't yeah. have to be a great. And I'm not. I'm not a great voice actor. I'm not. You know, I don't. I don't have I any theatric skills. Right. But that, what do you that's mean? You don't, you don't cut a good Scottish jib. Wait, 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 wait a minute. He's discounting his massive amounts of skills. I yeah. mean, I've already. I've been subjected to his five E. Can- uh, oh yeah, you guys! Don't let him sit there and say things like he's not a great DM, he's but... not a great voice actor. That's all. A bunch of that. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not Matt Mercer. I'm not Matt Mercer. Really, really quick. By the way, I don't know if I did. I apologize. This is Stu from We Roll Dice. Check yeah, out his I channel. He's another one of the tabletop dungeoneers. Actually, what I understand, Canadian and Stu, you guys are founders. Of the uh, well, years, right. It, it, it was it was all hate, I believe, coming up with the idea, and yeah, I believe uh, cool, I got introduced to hate through through retro, and yeah. obviously yeah. retro and myself have known each other for a few years. I would yeah. imagine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like well, <laughs> like more, early high school. Been alive, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's hate's fault. Yeah, <laughs> let's hate him. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, get him on here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, what's this? What's this? Save or die. Oh, hate. Stew. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry on the ears on that, guys. Just well, I now, still. But... Hang um, on. Hang on. My, my, my lovely gaming room, as, as you guys may have seen videos. Yeah, buddy. Still, it's, it's still not clean. With the exception of another gaming buddy of mine just randomly showed up in my driveway this morning and threw me a pack of toilet paper. He's like, <laughs> he's like I'm at the end of your driveway. I'm like, all right. He's like, here. And he chucks this cost because he was like one of the department managers at Costco. Or so, yeah. You better not kill him next session. <laughs> that, that, that I received from hate. Yeah, the dinosaur? Via the mail, the dinosaur. Oh, it's fantastic. So, shout out oh to hate, even though he's not in conversation you know i was thinking we should uh we, we could we could try and put together a package to go around the world and everybody yeah. add to it i'll send it to somebody then they add something and send it to the next person well, i'll get a, a fifth screen. Screen. I'll get 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? See who it gets to. We, you know, we pick somebody that we're going to send it to, and we just do that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, especially if somebody yeah. needs, like Blue Streak, he doesn't have any D and D stuff yet. So I mean, oh, uh, oh we got to send books. books for him, but he hasn't sent it yet because shipping is so high. So maybe either that, or maybe we can help him send those books to to Blue Streak yeah. so he can get into the game because he wants I, to. I might have a and d model or two I could donate to that. I, absolutely. <laughs> well, I'll get the screen. Can there you go. Hey, there oh, you wow. go. Hey. Hey, you know what? Yeah, uh, he sent me – you guys remember that video he did on making that uh, UV light for mm -hmm. uh, models? He actually yep. sent me that. That yeah, he made. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm like, nice. hey – he was. I'm like, hey, can you do a video on how to make that? Because I want to get into soldering and stuff. He goes, yeah. So his next video was that, and bam. And then next thing I know, I get a package in the mail. I'm like, I don't know this guy. Wait. Then I look at the box. I'm like, oh, Blue Street Custom. Sweet. <laughs> and that's a long way. A long yeah. yeah. You guys, especially you guys up in Canada, I know it's it's not cheap to send stuff. So um, custom. I think like five man. American dollars to send it. Wow. So okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, okay, I, so I gave like my you want to know about shipping, right? Because I do like some eBay sales, and I don't mean to like, you know, side run this or whatever, but just a sure. simple explanation. So this guy from the states, he's in New Jersey. He messages me the other day, and I had now you know like Easy Bake Oven. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like a kid's Easy Bake Oven, but it was Ninja Turtle themed, Ooh. right? So I had it on eBay for twenty dollars Canadian. Like tw this is like low balling price. Oh yeah, that's nobody's old. buying it. It should have. It's it's like a thirty five dollar item, but nobody's buying it. So I just load it down. I'm just like I just want to unload it. He goes, "What's the shipping to New Jersey?" So I type it in, blah, blah, put in the weight, put the fifty five dollars Canadian. Wow! Holy crap! <laughs> I'm like, Dang! I'm like, so is that a deal breaker or what? Like, yeah, yeah. No kidding, man, that sucks. <laughs> I, I started doing that when I was. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. Like what? Like what am I gonna do? Yeah. I used to so start you could day. make me a cake or two. I'm not opposed to that. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I like cake. <laughs> I used to sell uh, custom Nerf guns, like custom painted Nerf blasters online, and I didn't realize because I was just starting my eBay sales experience. I did not realize that you should actually specify whether or not you want to sell in the U.S. only or global. Uh, <laughs> so yes. my, first, well, yes. my first really custom one was like someone in the U.K. I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll send it. And I'm looking, I'm like, uh, no, you're not going to get this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's hard hard of the postage yeah, out of the it's U.S. Just, like, it's so ridiculous, man. Yeah. Well, like that book I sent you, uh, Zero, yeah. cost me like 10 bucks to send to you. It's usually the price for U.S. shipping. Like anywhere yeah. in the U.S., it's usually around ten bucks. As long as it's not over eight pounds or something like that, it'll go pretty cheap. But that's the thing, right? Like here, sure. But like if I were to send, is it a Batmobile? Canadian. I mean, then we're talking no. super pricing. You know, super. Who's that? Ooh. Oh, that was, my, that was my super hornet. Listen, Stu. Don't do that. So do that to me. Yeah, wait, till I break it, wait till I break it, my old oh. super astute. That's the Anyways. one I want. That's yeah. The, that's the but one. But it's I got want. an RC ten, it's got an RC ten front end like suspension, the tower. Okay. Send it. Yeah. <laughs> Send it. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll, I'll put right. it in my back there. You see that? So 
like one way, like how I got into like how I got to start playing D and D, was me and my friends from World of Warcraft started playing. So we was using one of those online sites to play because I had nice. like yeah one guy was in. Hey, real, real quick, I apologize. Danny says what's up. He just jumped in. Daniel, Daniel Ooh, came in. What's up? Damn, Daniel. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Okay, so like one guy was in New Jersey. One guy was, I uh, had a couple of players in Canada because we all played World of Warcraft together. And um, basically none of them really watched Critical Role or anything. So one person's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't know how to do the accents or something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Just have fun. So, yeah. so do you think Crit, uh, in your, in your, from your perspective, since you're probably the newest DM here, when you, I mean, this is one of those things, right? If you're interested in playing Dungeons and Dragons, did you guys just Google how to get started in Dungeons and Dragons, or did you actually like you knew you went to a game store or you had a friend who was like, "I got this, don't worry"? How did it happen? Like, uh, did, did Critical Role come up in your starting of Dungeons? Did it affect you starting Dungeons and Dragons? I've always, okay, when I was younger, like in the '90s and stuff, I've always wanted to play D and D, but you know, my parents was like, "Oh no, you can't do that and stuff." Hey, Crit, everybody was younger in the '90s. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, some of us were all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am I really the youngest one here? Yeah. How old are you? Probably thirty-six. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, you're younger than me. Uh, yeah, younger than me. Yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> Fucking kids. <laughs> I might have a beautiful baby face, but I'm actually quite old. Actually, <laughs> uh, this, you know, because I get ID'd everywhere I go. Well, that's because I'm lying down, so I got like the triple neck going. But <laughs> when I'm standing up straight, it's not so bad. Turkey. <laughs> I, I, I shaved off my beard. She was going gray, but yeah. Jake, you know what? I'm getting it too. I'm getting all the gray yeah, now. But man. but see, with the, the gray hairs in the beard, it's just each gray hair you get in your beard is just one step closer to becoming a wizard. It's, yeah, that, that's all it is, right? I'm about to just start <laughs> on the journey. There you go. Grand, we got an archmage sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> so Rick, go ahead, man. Did you so did it I, help you or not? Did, did Critical Role help you or no? It helped me understand the game more. Okay. It, no, it didn't really encourage me to play because, like I said, I, I, I've always wanted to play stuff. And my cousin, uh, he was when he was one of my players. He never watched Critical Role or anything when we started playing. Okay. But so you said it helped you <laughs> understand the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, I guess that's a positive, right? I mean, that's like how it showed me how initi uh, initiative work and stuff. Okay. So outside of them, and I want to get away from them because I don't want people to think that that's all this show is about. And especially with me, because everybody knows I hate them, whatever. Um, <laughs> um, what about the opportunity to share content on social media, like using Facebook or instant messenger or whatever? to actually share modules, maps, uh, tools, you know, because I never had that. Like, I mean, Chris just, millennial, <laughs> you know, we didn't have that back then. So it was 51, you know, if you knew somebody who had <laughs> like modules and stuff, you could borrow them or whatever. But a lot of times when I bought a module, I didn't share it because it was you know, yours. All it, takes, all it takes is to get torn and the modules useless. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, absolutely. But the, 
But I gotta say, in a positive way, like, like, I always bought stuff to play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I bought stuff in the '90s, I bought it to play. That was it. Right. You see, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I think in the positive going, sense, you know, like whatever media, you need, it's it's helped us share more. Yeah. You know, with, with everything, with life, right? But for Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. I think help the game become more uh, people more people aware of it because it's more accessible now, right? Like it's not and and to interject there, uh with with all the new stuff, like without being able to play on like Roll Twenty and, and things like that, right? Like the this age compared to when we used to, you know, go over to somebody's house for the weekend and, you know, yes. buy all the Doritos and Mountain Dew and you'd hang out and, and play D D on somebody's pool table. <laughs> huh? You remember yeah. that there, Retro? Yeah. Stretch it out yeah. the ground. Back uh, in the so day. for like you, you, and you'd do like a whole weekend of staying there. Playing, playing, playing some, playing some Atari Twenty Six Hundred, playing oh some D D, playing some like yes. it was, uh, yes. like I mean, I, I, that was that was a whole weekend for us, right? Yep. Now you can just everyone can have their own life. You can log on to Roll Twenty, and then with different ways of sharing, like I was in a, a Roll Twenty campaign and we were playing the Sunless Citadel, and and it was uh, the DM would share all the maps and everything with us. You, you, you just all of a sudden bling, your phone would go off. You'd look at it and you'd see a map and you'd be like, Oh, cool. Okay. Like this is, or, or like a player handout, you just get sent to your phone or sent to your PC, depending on what you're playing on. So right. you yourself could just use it. And only recently I've started allowing players to write me notes via their phone during play as opposed to actually writing it out. They're sitting there texting it or whatever. Normally, I don't like phones at the table. Unfortunately, right. two people in my group, their job sort of depends on it and they need to be available whenever. But it, it's for sending notes or little quick things or even in between games now, you can send just little player packages and stuff like that and mm -hmm. help keep the game going once people are at your table. Yeah. I, I think it's a fantastic add to it. I, I don't like when it takes away from the the social gathering uh, of actually sitting around the table. That to me is very important part of my, cause it's pretty much the only time I socialize with people <laughs> other than work. Um, cause by choice, I don't know. I, I, but yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's funny because I, I was just selling critical. I never used that platform. I've never used, I've never had the opportunity to use it because the last campaign I ran, it, it wasn't available. And now right. that I'm getting back into it and I'm actually going to run fifth edition, I, I'm, I'm really on the fence about which one to use. You know what I mean? Mm. Because I know Roll20 is a really unique system with a lot of a lot of content. But I also had issues with the corporate stance and stuff like that. But I mean, that's, oh, okay. that's, a, yeah. that's a whole different discussion. But I do believe that it has become very beneficial to have that technology available. Originally, yeah. when I was playing, I was like, no phones at the table, only because it was a big distraction and people weren't huge oh, distraction. Yeah, huge. They weren't they weren't using it for work. Like they said, they were using it for Facebook work, you know, or whatever was yeah. at the time. Well, swiping left, swiping yeah. right. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, totally. Exactly. Um, and and the problem is having to say the same thing over and over again because yeah. they're distracted in something. So if you're a player and you're watching this, just from a DM's point of view, um, please don't make us repeat ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, re re repeating ourselves is very um, coming in hot. Uh, yeah. aggravating. It is. No, but I, as, as, as much as as much as I love hearing my own voice, um, <laughs> I just can't. Uh, I, I sometimes you, you you say something, and a lot of times I'm making it up as I go. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and if I have to make it up a second time, it, yeah. it probably won't be as good. Right. <laughs> no, no, the same, uh, 100% same way. I, it's the one thing during a game I cannot stand the most. I can deal with out of line players yep. easier than I can deal with someone not listening. It's just like if I got yeah, meta, metagaming, myself, I can deal with that. Yep. I yeah. Can, metagaming, uh, number crunching, any of that stuff. I can, yeah. I can just be like, ah, oh, that's the way the guy likes to play. I'm not here to ruin his fun. I'm here to enhance his fun. No problem. Right. Yeah, However, definitely. I got to say it three or four times. At that point, your character has suffered some sort of health issue. (laughs) 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 He must he must require a hearing uh, horn or something. I don't know. I know, but like you can't. I can't be blamed for my short attention span. That's not my fault. (laughs) (laughs) That is one hundred percent your fault. I think it's a personal hit. I mean, we guys have played together before, so I'm just you know I'm like. I'm kind of wondering if there's some undertones of like a personal attack there. Or... I'm, 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 just, I'm, I'm just trying to say you should know enough to do your own mental exercises to strengthen that memory. I'm just, yeah, I'm just mental saying. Mental exercise is not something I'm good at. <laughs> you <gotta> focus. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like, like one advantage of it is like we all could play. And what? We got two from Canada here. You're one in Chicago, in uh, Illinois. One from Australia. One from Missouri. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. so freaking cool to me. That that's I've never done it, but that is such a cool opportunity. You know, the fact that we're all I communicating and we're streaming right now. That the fact that all of us are streaming right now, yeah. it's just solid yeah. proof of that, that positive. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just that's, well, my phone's that's, got forty four percent on it, so I don't know how long I'll be doing this. But. <laughs> plug it in. That's what we tell Kujo. Plug it in. Plug it in. Plug it in as you're going. Actually, that's a good idea. I'm sitting in my gaming chair, so I've got it all beside me. Crit, oh, you got a gaming chair? I got a ball stool. Crit, what's well, in the when I say gaming chair, I mean lazy boy set up in front of my 65 inch TV. <laughs> nice. uh, critical, what's in the comments? Uh, let's see, we have as a, uh, this one is from I hate from Save or Die. Acquisitions in yeah. yeah, it's greater than Critical Role, which I've never watched that, but I've heard that. You know, I've heard it too, from, I think, and I think it's because the guys aren't actors, or at yeah. least they're not like real but, famous actors. Isn't that Chris Perkins? Yeah. Live stream. Yeah, I think I think that's his name, and he's famous because of the work, not because of. Be, he's famous because of D and D, because all all the work he put into it. That's right. Prior job or whatever, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I don't, I've watched a couple of their episodes just so that I could say, "Hey, I did watch it." I'm not just criticizing to criticize, um, but yeah, again, I mean, it's just one of those things, you know. Like, it, it, it you've got to be, you got to have the patience to sit through it. But I mean, is it really helping the community? That's my question. Is it like, yes. is it really come forward to help the community or themselves? Right. I think it's helping. Okay. Well, a little bit of column A, column B. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That, that I'm, I'm right yeah. there with you. A little bit of little bit of yes, kind of some no, you know. That's what about you, Grim? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm basically the same. I'm sure that's of some benefit, and how tangible that benefit is might be a bit hard to sort of ascertain. Right. I think in today's day and age, where things are like commercialized and streaming as a whole is used for like gaming of all types, not just D and D as a as a advertising platform, so 
if it didn't bring sales, I'm sure they wouldn't get the support Absolutely. that they get. So, sure, sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. in the end, Wizards of Coast is a company, right? Like they have to make money. Yeah, just all, all this is do not blame. use Critical Role as any sort of measuring device against yourself as a player or a DM. Do your own thing and have fun with the game. Yeah, I, I would leave that thought with use them as a resource for understanding. Absolutely but not in any means as a standard to set, right? Like, you want to learn about what it is that is D&D? Sure, watch a couple episodes. Just like it says in the player's them. handbook, it's only a suggestion. Exactly. Yep. And, you know, there's no wrong way to play, yeah. right? But, you know, you, you don't want to set yourself up for failure with the wrong expectations from the beginning, you know, especially... You know, if you are a DM and you're feeling intimidated, like I'm not going to produce what these guys produce, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Just do your best and you'll get the hang of it. You'll learn how to ride the bike. And, you Just know, have fun. Go with it. Yeah. Not at all. So, I mean, I think, where do I think it's going, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, where and is you can really Dragon? get a feel from your players whether they want you to be all silly or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there was a couple of GMs that I played with that, like I said, I've said this before, we were in a town full of talking ponies. Well, Dungeons and, and Dragons I, is now. Sorry, I lost my. I lost it. I was like, well, this is no longer for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear <laughs> we're we're brothers by another mother because, like, I've played with guys that love the whole doing the whole slapstick thing and like making all these funny things. I hate that shit. Like. I don't want your character to be a piece of bread carried by a magical hand. Like right. I don't want weird like monsters. That's just not my thing. I like Yeah. No Looney Tunes. I like gritty, friggin' dark. That's why I love Dragonlands because it's like so apocalyptic, I guess, with the cataclysm and that and the gods have bailed on everyone and everyone you know, I like that sort of stuff. So as you much know, as I, I like know. watching Monty Python, I don't want to play Right, Monty Python. Right. <laughs> I think for me, my tone setting is right at Lord of the Rings. Speaking mm, right of which, Mark right. Weeze has released a fur. Okay. Canadian, you okay? <laughs> keep, we keep losing them. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the right yeah. angle with lighting. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's basically what D&D kind of took itself up to, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ma- yeah Margaret Weiss did release a free novella. <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook and stuff, but I'm um, I'm all about the Dragonlance. I'm all about Lord of the Rings. I've got the One Ring here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, just throwing that <laughs> yeah. out there. If, you, if, the if, if you're watching. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. We were just talking about that earlier too. Yeah. Right now, there's so many companies offering some really nice content. Even from Critical Role. Even mm-hmm. Critical Role. Yep. They have a free adventure. You guys can download it from their web, from Facebook and their website. You can go around to there, and they have a free adventure for you if you're stuck at home and you need something to entertain the group. There you go. Yeah. See, and if it. it's free, grab it. If you don't use it, who cares? But yeah. Everything Wait, is it the can be a resource or an yep. idea. You know, you know what you do is you take the adventure, you mix it up, and put your own spice on it, and boom, it's yours. Your players won't know the difference. You know, so why not? You know, why not take advantage of it? But yeah, I. <laughs> What do you got, Crit? Oh, I'm just like looking for the. Are you talking about what was on Row Twenty? That free venture? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, Row Twenty also came out with a lot of stuff today too. That was free, like some packs and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to have the link for that in below. Well, we rolled dice. She said that you've used roll twenty, and now I I want to play AD and D. No one locally plays it, so online is is going to be my only out, I guess. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. your experience, or everybody, I guess? What are your experiences with things like roll twenty? And fantasy grands and whatever the other ones like who uses what, what works, and to me it feels like just looking at the thing, it adds a lot more prep, even more than I would probably do if I was just DMing in person because of maps and that kind of thing or terrain you can write whack down. So I'm just trying to get a feel of what's so too much, much and prep. what's not enough. Yeah, really? and like I'm, I'm to the point where I would just. I would use roll twenty just to have the dice rolling stuff and the character sheets and theater of the mind and over the internet <laughs> and save myself a lot of time. But see, I think I'm doing more prep right now in person than what I did on roll twenty. Really? Yeah. But did you, well, did see, you, uh, the, you the DM that I the DM that I had the DM I had he he uploaded like every map from the adventure modules to it as well as having to get all his icons. And then he had to go mm. through and click and make sure it was sized to what he wanted with the grid on it. And right. then went through and uh, marked off everything he wanted to end up having um, like the shadow of war. So mm. that when you move, you could only see what you could see and he would highlight whatever. And, and then he went through all our character sheets and made sure that we could just click on whatever weapon we were using and it would roll, show the result, everything. Right. So he, I, I know he would spend a good six to eight hours a week prepping for our gaming session. Wow. Now myself, my, my, myself, I usually get home from work, spend about 15 minutes, and then roll some dice. <laughs> well, that's a, like, I, I, I guess I figure when you have, like, because I've gone on Roll20 and gone through a couple of the tutorials and watched some videos. So once you get, like, all your icons and stuff uploaded, like, that's not something that you have to repeat. But... Are you going to be mapping a whole lot more than normal or are people just making a map just for like a specific encounter inside a building? It's finding the balance. And I I, I don't want to be like fussing around with the mouse and icons and stuff while I'm trying to talk and give some like a descriptive narrative. Like I'm going to be, oh, yeah, and then this happened. Oh, hang on, I've got to get this across here. Like I, I don't know. I'm worried that it will break up my storytelling flow. I suppose is the. I guess like um, if you're if you're making like your you know your terrain for your situation whatever that you're creating, I mean you're gonna make it for those main events. You're not gonna do that for everything. If you're doing like a thing where you have it mapped out on a computer and you're showing all those maps and everything like. So someone's going to be like, I want to see Baldur's Gate. I want to walk around whatever. And so now you're spending mm. so much time on that. That just seems, I don't know, like it seems well, like you you're can, spend from what I understand, time walking around. From what I understand, though, you can doing. upload maps, right? Can't you upload maps that you have? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, you can. So okay. I can I can pre-map it and upload it, and it's forever there. Like yeah, if they like, go to a particular yeah. tavern... And they go away out for a week adventuring and come back and just go whoosh, and load that floor plan again, sort of thing. But I'm just uh, sure. But like, unless you're in like we roll dice game, you're not gonna be fighting in a tavern, are you? 
There's always lots of taverns. That's all my lots. players do is fight in taverns and try and so, pick up bugbears and halflings, and they're away with them. That's exactly what all my players do. But you know, hey, that's my group. I heard all the backstories when I was there. I heard. I know what they were doing. Um. So yeah, I've never, I've never I, we, we're not going to talk about this right now because we want. Yeah, yeah. I've never used any of the platforms, uh, Grim, and I'm actually in the same boat you are. I'm actually really curious as to what how actual. I feel like it's benefit. It could be beneficial for pre-game prep, but not in-game use. But that's me, and I know it's designed yeah. for in-game use. But I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't used it, so, so I'm on the same platform you are. Is that is it really worth my twenty to a hundred dollars for this program, with the exception of one thing? And I, I, I I'll, this is the caveat. I can connect with anybody anywhere to play the game. That's but the see, roll, roll That's 20 right. is free. Like, I don't think I would need to use anything more than what was in there. Like, I have my – I write my own modules. Like, any platform I use, I don't have to buy modules. I don't have to – But, uh, but roll 20, don't you have campaign. to pay for a premium to upload? Sorry, sorry. No, you don't. Okay, so right here do, – Do you not have to pay for a premium to upload? No? No, oh, nope, okay. you don't. You get so many gigs free, and when, when you're done, you can oh, just delete wonderful. the map if you want. So like right here, uh, let's go to my Lost Warrior campaign from a couple of years ago. I've been playing around with it. Is that Today? someone? Is that a campaign that somebody wrote and you just the, like? It's my campaign. It it's my campaign with this my dragon flu. D insider right here. So like right yeah. here, I yeah. I got this this, this was guy. actually part of uh, row twenty right here. This uh, tavern that I put in here. And then here's my players. So is that tavern like a pre-generated huh. map type thing? Like yes, it is. You... Okay, yep. so you didn't make that tavern and upload it. That's just something that no. the game has. Yeah. Now, and do the they have a lot of that sort of stuff? Because like inside a tavern, like I generate my whole campaign well, but mm -hmm. a tavern floor plan, I'm just going to take one that somebody's already done. Like yep. I'm inventing religions and gods and all that sort of stuff. What I want to do. Basic so like friggin' architecture. Yeah, like that's funny I love architecture and I love cartography. So my go-to instinct wouldn't fly, is to, I wouldn't fly with my party. My party needs to know exactly where the tables are. They could jump yeah. off. So, I, I like love right here? drawing. Sorry. I love it. So like right here, here's another uh, tavern. So the first one I showed you is like I called it the waiting room. So basically whenever be, before the uh, session starts, my players would be in this room. Then you go up here where the uh, page toolbar is. And you have your different maps for the session for like session. So like here's the tavern. Bam. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'll show you guys how to make a quick map real fast. How about that? No, 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 no. Not no. Okay. Right you know what? I'm gonna save that for a video. How about that? Yeah, do that on you your go. channel. There yep. you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but like here, you can do like different maps and stuff. Like here's one of their keep that they got. You know, then you can take like different parts of maps and stuff and put them together. Okay. And like here, here's some water elementals, some earth elementals. So I'm and assuming like, you're, I'm going to just so, put this so, out there that you're an, you're an advocate for Roll20. I like it because it's free. Uh, it gave me a lot of freeway. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Well, maybe you, know, you go, Grim. I don't know if it helps. Yeah, I mean, no, nah, that does look it. It's. I just want to find the balance. I'll go. Right. And if, if it's easy just to pop up a map that quick, well, that's not so bad then. Like, yeah. I, it, it's how you do the combat, I guess, which could bog things down a bit. So, what's nice just, is, uh, let's see here. 
So well, I was told that the pl each player can move their character. Yes, each player can move the characters. You know, you just uh, have to trust. Them well, I like how you can give right. control of all the icons. To, yeah, you can give control of your yep. icon to to the to the individual players. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Then and there's there's like a like a DM view and then a player view of yeah. maps. Is that right? Yep. So what you're seeing here is the DM like view. I can switch to player view. You can which is. So I can. Oh yeah. <laughs> so now Push you're looking at it. That's player. my movement. Chat. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the player view right here. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot less icons and lots of stuff going on. Yep. <laughs> right on. Operation Meat Shield. Well, yep. critical. If you make some more videos on that, and maybe if you film a combat session happening and upload that, that would be awesome. Oh, okay. yeah, if you could, yeah, if you could do one of those, you know, how-to videos on, you could actually, dude, for us, you could do a ton of those how-tos, because I don't know anything about this application. Yeah. like, start start from the basics, like, yeah. pretend I'm retarded, just take me right back to 101. <laughs> okay, I know there's some better YouTubers out there that did cover this, but I'll do my best. Excellent no, no, no. thing to put on the Discord server, so any subscriber. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. We don't. We don't, we don't yeah. know those other YouTubers. Yeah. We know you, and you know I, this. Well, I will do my best. I'll get. I haven't used this for a couple critical. years. Let's plug. It's a critical, and not anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't <laughs> used this for a couple of years, so I'll uh, refresh myself with it. What? Yeah. Ever since I started doing in person. So I mean, are we are we all on the same consensus then that this is actually a benefit, a pro for well, the social media? Yeah. It's a pro. Yeah. Okay. And what's not. Also, what's nice, it, it like is you see a, this mini, it is a pro. Like this it, mini right here, is. you can Are resize you sure? it. It's a, yeah, it's it's a pro, but I, I do believe that uh, it's it's D and D at its core is a great way for a lot of antisocial people to actually be social. Yes, it's a great way for. For like not 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 everyone that plays is antisocial. That's not what I'm getting at because I, right, I, I like right, to right. think that I oh, can yeah, be a very social person. But I'm, I'm, social, I'm a social person as well. There are yeah, a yes, lot I of am. people that, that <laughs> Yeah. But but it, I, I believe that it's sitting around the table is 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 very important for a tabletop RPG. Now this is a fantastic thing. Uh if if you can't or if you're in a remote location or right. Or you just mm -hmm. have a bunch of friends that you know we've all grown up and moved away to the different towns, right? And then you yes. can you can still get together with your your old gaming buddies and and roll some dice. Or if you're in the tabletop dungeoneers and you can't get to Australia, yeah. you know well, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the greatest also, way to do it. Right. I agree. I have family in Australia, but I can't. I, I agree with you, Stu, that the value of the the interaction at the table is crucial right like i think that's a big Huge. important mm, part yeah. of dungeons and dragons is that social interaction at the table and i've met people who were introverts and, and could and not do socially but yeah. after dungeons and dragons they were able to express themselves in public and not maybe they weren't public speakers but they were way more capable of dealing with social situations and i saw it i physically saw this grow and people grow from that oh, you yes. know what i'm saying that's why I love how good streaming. There's at least a now. half a dozen TED talk. Yeah, absolutely. There's at least a half yeah. dozen TED talks. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, uh, what's also nice Sorry, about this is you don't no have Discord there. or anything. That you got that has its own built-in voice server and video uh, 
like if you get a webcam. So you uh, can actually see each other too. I, I, I do see a lot of people mm -hmm. talking about using like Roll20 for the maps and the display, but they're still using Discord for yeah, the, it's a lot the easier audio to use chat Discord. and that kind of thing. And the thing I love about this is I remember back in the 90s. We used, um, we used a different chat. I remember doing like play by email, like BBS stuff, like early 90s, like IRC and, and that kind of thing. And you could not get that tabletop feel. But I think now with how good streaming is with like multiple people at once, Aside from any like internet issues, like it's it's getting, it's never going to be the same as playing in person. But like, man, it's right. it's come come it's a long way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, well, you yeah. know, Stu's like right down the road from me, but he likes social distancing right now. So, you blame him? You got to be sick. Well, to, to get, get the feel from the room. You gotta be as a team. Blame him. You can't blame him. You know, it's just, I, dude. I have a cough. I have I have a coat on. Oh, I have a no. cough and a sore throat, dude. Um, like, do you know what my job and, and is? Unfortunately, my my, my brother my brother drives uh, long distance. He had to drive down to Florida to pick people up uh, to bring the Canadians back from Florida. He just did that earlier this week, so he's uh, actually in isolation. And yeah, it's a big big thing in this household, unfortunately. And then with my wife, uh, my, in retirement my job home, is it's kind of important for us to make sure. <sighs> Sorry, man. I brought extra, like yeah. you know, toilet paper. <laughs> so in my area, yeah. But um, can, can can I, 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 I want to let you in for a roll. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I don't roll crits, buddy. Kujo or Overboard <laughs> just just typed in the comments. I've never used Roll Twenty or Fantasy Grounds <laughs> or any service for online D and D. How do I implement Dwarven Forge and Fog Machines? You don't. Uh, <laughs> it's poor. <laughs> you I mean, don't. The thing is, like for in Cujo's case, right? And most, like for me, example as well. I don't, I don't use, I don't use Dwarven Forge, but I use all the tiles. Yeah. You know, I love using the tiles for maps and stuff. I like that whole visceral feeling of the maps being there and the players being able to do yes. what they need to do. In the Fog of War, if I need to create Fog of War, I can, but. Most of the time, I found that players don't really concern themselves with that. They're concerned with what's right in front of them for the most part. Now, I've had a couple players stray and be like, I'm going to go over here while the wizard's getting pummeled by the orcs. And then you have to like kind of reel them in like, hey, hey, let's not do that because <laughs> you're being pummeled by the Umber Hulk. You're going to need the wizard. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, never really had too much of a problem with that. But I, I agree. I mean, Kujo, you, you know, Which, I'm thinking this tool is mainly for right. long distance yeah. communication. I think, well, what you can to, do. I think he was just trying to drop that to everyone that he's got Dwarven Forge stuff. Even well, though we already know, I think, I think like, he just wanted to point that out. <laughs> what you guys, what you guys can do is... And minis and stuff like that. It has always been part of the game, like for yeah. me. Like even okay. in second edition, I don't think it was a requirement. But like nah. when we first played, like even when Duke and I played, students were talking about, but like... For me. Yeah, like we we played with minis. We, you know, and it wasn't like you had to have some elaborate thing, yes. but there was always like a little bit yep. of positioning, a little bit of, yeah, like, and that that was it. And it wasn't you didn't have to have everything on the table at the time, but it just uh, the maps in total. And like I remember like like just making maps and like yeah. drawing things and and like that was part of the fun of it. That was the creative aspect of it. 
Right. You yep. should never let that go, man. Like you shouldn't let somebody else take control of that. Like you. Oh, you I remember when buying... I used to pump gas. Yeah. I, I did years worth of pumping gas, and yeah, I draw out my maps during that time. It, that's the thing to did do. Did they just right? pass like that in your downtime? You just draw out these gas? little dungeons and whatever. And oh man, I'm yeah. my twenty. I used to use the graph paper on my school exercise books. Yeah, well, and we back, had back, day, and... I, back in my day, I had oh. eight eight pumps. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we're just so, like, oh, I've right. got no room left in my in my book for actual schoolwork because it's full of dungeons. That's exactly so. right. <laughs> yeah. Now, what I have seen people do with Pro 20, they buy like a cheap TV, yeah, build but a frame you, you around it, and use it as a tabletop itself. Now, now, hold on a second. You, you just hit something. I have seen, and I, I do admire, yep. I do admire the inlaid TV with the table. I think that's a cool, yeah, geeky thing. Like awesome. if you're a, if you've got great hands and you're a carpenter and you know that stuff, I've I've done it. I've done woodwork, all that stuff. That's awesome. If you got the space for it and the money to build TV, that, what are you doing sitting here talking to us? It's so cool, but. I don't know. I mean, I have never played in a game like that, and I don't know how much that would detract from I, the actual storytelling in the game. You know I don't what I'm think saying? I would particularly, because I've thought about, like, I'm a carpenter by trade before I switched to IT. Like, I've watched people do it, and I think I would rather, like, cheap terrain, like, whatever the cheaper stuff is and minis versus having that table yeah. or TV embedded in the table. I, and I don't no, I guess I don't really it's know. Like why. I guess it it's just like doesn't... my video game collecting, man. I'd rather have the official cartridge yeah, but, but, than, uh, than emulate. Yeah. Than so here's the thing, too, though. Here's the thing you got to remember. But, but then again, there had are, I have gone, there there are DMs who don't have those talents. Mm. So for them, that table, right. that projector, is is crucial, right? Like because now they can add a level of interesting things to their game. Yeah, that like true. guys like you and me who we are handy we can build things we can create our own worlds physically some people can't do that you know what I'm yeah, saying? like they just, just say if you're not a dm that if you have a player like that they can build stuff for your game true, true. if, if, true, if true, true. you don't have to feel stuck being the sole responsible person for building it yeah, like, hey, no, man, some pillars but most people the, most people that are dms are the kind whatever. of people that take most people that are DMs are usually the kind of people that take, yeah, they take initiative, they they take control of yeah. of the group. They're they're usually the one that that recruits all the players into the group as well. Yeah, okay. um, and and, and if, speaking if of which, know, I mean that's how that's them. most of my friends now are people that were recruited into like some form of gaming group that I've had yeah. over the past. But I you mean, can like, always tell that's them how, too, that's like retro, players, really. You can always tell the, the DMs from players because you know they're the guys that lead the party or speak for the party on most of the time. And even if they don't have a character that would normally do it, they themselves have the ability to speak on behalf of the party and make that decision, right? Like when the party when the party's given the option to go left or right, and everybody's like, "Oh man, I don't know what to do." There's always that one guy that steps forward and says, "All right, let's right. go left. Whatever happens, happens." And that's that guy. That's that's the go getter. That's the guy that's taking the initiative. Uh, Kujo says, at my table is right for a fright, left for loot. <laughs> Kujo says, I think we need to get Bonus Gate 3 and we can play D&D together and nobody has to be DM. Who here is picking up that game when it comes out? I'm oh, going man. to. I will be for PS4. I love you, but I'm cheap. I'll, I'll PC. Yeah, see, if I get it, it <laughs> yeah. have to 
PS4 because my PC would not I'll, be able to handle it. I'll be PS4 right now. I got a campaign of uh, Divinity, Divinity Two Original Sin, or yeah, Divinity Original Sin Two, whatever. Uh, I've got that going on PS4 right now with a buddy of mine, and it's it's fantastic to play with somebody. If you mm-hmm. don't have it, it's a great D and D substitute. I'm, I'm kind of thinking about Diablo Four, like for me and my son. Because I'll be honest with you, I, yeah. I, I have video games that have been sitting since two years ago Christmas that I haven't even opened yet. Because I have told myself, never here's, video the games. here's the thing, and I love video games. I grew up on, a, I grew up on Atari, you know, ColecoVision. I grew up on all that stuff. But I find that when I get on a video game, I'm a completist. So I have to finish it. And I have to finish yep. it at 100%. Yep, exactly. Now I'm spending 10 to 12 hours doing that, and nothing else is getting done. Like literally, I have tons of projects that are calling me, and I won't get them done because I'm beating <laughs> Batman Arkham Knight, and I'm like, right? There were 40 hours. Like I have no kidding, true story. Before we get, you know, I'll get back to the to the subject. I was playing a game of Batman one night, and I wound up playing eight and a half hours till like 4:30 in the morning. I got up. I was tired, you know, because I had to get up at five to get my son up and everything like that. And I was telling my son, "Yeah, I'm tired because I was playing Batman last night." He's like, "Oh, cool. Did you get really far?" And I was like. No, not at all. No, I played no, I eight hours. Every corner. I, yeah, I got I'm a nowhere. DM. I searched every corner of everything because He's I like, know Ooh. somewhere hidden at the bottom of that water, there's a skeleton <laughs> with a ring on his finger. And if I don't yep. go all the way through that mud, and he's like ten feet under that mud, yep. and it's the only magical item we're gonna find for the next three sessions. I mean, uh, games. Sorry, did I get sidetracked? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, video <laughs> games. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, Boulder's game. Boulder's game three. I'm definitely pumped for. Like, oh yes, I, w- I watched the I watched yeah, like the teaser trailer like I don't know a thousand times maybe. Like it, it was. Well, like- if, if you got, if you guys haven't played that Divinity Original Sin two Enhanced Edition for the PC, it's even got the whole tool set so you can create your own uh the, the content to to I'm put back. into it and whatever. And, yeah. and but but again, Neverwinter Nights came out for consoles as well. It's a little clunky compared to the PC, but it's it's still you fun. Know. It holds up. Are you talking about Neverwinter the MMO? I had Neverwinter yeah, Nights. Ne- yeah, ne- n- no, uh, no, Neverwinter Nights. Like the remember Neverwinter Nights, the third edition yeah. version. Yeah, yeah they, I just started playing. That, they... And ne- I just started playing Neverwinter Nights two platinum again, and nice. I played it for about Neverwinter ten minutes. I'm like, oh okay. no, I shouldn't have installed. This. See, I think I have the yeah, no, no, Neverwinter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first the first Neverwinter Nights, I I had a. I had a persistent world going that would take you from there was over I, I did over three I was laid off for like nine months so I built oh, like wow. over three hundred areas and it would take you from like first to twenty first level just playing everything once. Oh, and, uh, wow. Yeah, I, so and I played on that in La La Land. If anyone out there ever played, yeah, but yeah, it was. I, mean, it, I, I yeah, like I said, I just for me it was it was just one of those things. It was like I get obsessed with it, and I'm on a video game. Like I played The Last of Us, and I played that shit all the way through like four times because I was like, wait, there's a different results for you know anytime there's a game with like rate rankings and stuff like Resident Evil, I gotta beat it. I gotta beat it, and I gotta get an A. You know what I mean? So now I'm Resident spending. Evil VR. I don't suggest that. <laughs> I, I, I have it. I have it, and I and I can't play it. Is that the one with the hillbilly? <laughs> Put the VR. Uh, yeah, it's just it's it's because it's the VR and it's got the whole surround sound in the headset. You can hear the zombies like breathing behind you, and yeah. you turn around and one's right there. No, the headset came off, and I haven't played the game since. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want to send the headset my way, I'll be more than happy to take it off your hands. Right. Uh, it's, it's just sitting there on the shelf. 
Listen, when you mail that headset, uh, <laughs> send me that stoop too. <laughs> I'm gonna yes. keep trying, damn it. I'm keep trying. <laughs> well, hey, come up, come up to Canada, have me a game, pick it up while you're here. <laughs> oh, let's Don't see. Uh, Kuja says I'm going to buy buy a PC finally thanks to Dungeons Dragons. Who says Dungeons Dragons is free? Um, <laughs> well, that's good, Kuja. I mean, you, you're gonna yeah. get a PC. I mean, that's awesome. About damn man. time. That's cool. Mm. I, you know, it's funny I'm in the no PC club. You know, PCs is, are great too, just mm. for all of the additional third party software you can get yeah. for mapping, creating oh, your campaign materials like yeah. Tank could. Uh, campaign, cartographer, all that. I mean, there's a bunch of different mapping applications, so, but so, so much. Quick, stuff. I mean, you can, with like, if you go online, you can find every resource. And I'm not even talking like illegally. You can you can play Dungeons and Dragons 5e. Right. Yep. Like, you can go to their site and download the basic like yep. rule set. Everything you need. Which is you like need, a starting point get... for anything. And basically, it's better than, it's a better resource than the starter set. Yeah, you know, it's even, funny, we, even as a DM, all you really need is the player's handbook. Yeah, we really? were talking about yeah. that. When it comes to fifth edition. Yeah, really, I mean, just really. If we were talking about true, that, we, true, we, that's the best way to get started. And it was that that was what I was mentioning is there's so much resource online, you don't need to spend money to start this game, like at all. And it's you a get. dangerous right. habit to start collecting mm-hmm. stuff. Well, I tell mm-hmm. you from experience. <laughs> no. And no. the volume shortage. No. Like, no. All, <laughs> not in my room, not, but you. <laughs> just you books it, like yeah. I had eight 40 liter plastic containers full of just AD&D stuff. So I went into storage yeah. and then it takes all day to get it out of storage. And now I've got all these books to sort out, which I love and I want to get buried with them or something. Gateway drug. It's a gateway yeah. drug. Look, See, I, I need, I need a gateway drug. I need a thrift shop. That's the way I roll. Like, if I don't find it at a thrift shop, it So, what do you guys think? I mean, let's start with you, Stu, since you're new to the show. Sure. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to put you on blast, as we like to say. Where do you I'm think this? Where do you think it's going? Good or bad? Where do you uh, the think future of D and D. Where do I think it's going? Yeah. Okay, so the future of D and D. This is the way I see it: uh, social trending and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. About uh, 2014, it became very, very popular again. Uh, well, sorry, it started to, to grab foothold about 2014 uh, uh, to come out from being. Pardon me. Critical yeah. things. Yeah. So so coming 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 into uh, popularity. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, you're seeing people that. Um, don't generally even associate themselves with the typical gamer um, that are that are becoming more and more interested in it. I'm going to say about two years from now, it's probably going to peak, and then it's going to come back to us that truly love it. <laughs> and and uh, so I'm thinking we. With, with all social media and everything else involved around uh, D&D and the game, I think that we may, I, I'm, I'm hoping, maybe this is just hope, but I'm, I'm thinking we're going to see a Hollywood movie that doesn't suck, that's going to involve oh, something to do with, with D&D. Please. Within the next within the next five years, I would say. Well, and then once that happens... The Dark Elf trilogy. Say that, that again, sorry. Yeah. Dark Elf trilogy for the win. Make movies. Oh, oh, yes, oh that'd be yes. fantastic. 
Dragonlance. Oh, Dragonlance. I mean, the, the Chron Chronicles are are one of uh, that. It, it's it's such an amazing story, especially like in your teenage years. Such an amazing story. Um, yeah. I, 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 it's it's just those are the books that I can remember walking to a friend's place and reading while I was walking. Yes, there it is. Walking while I was reading is is how good that Chronicles series was. Oh, for, for me, anyways. So yeah. laughing out loud when I'm reading it, like between Flint and 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 Tasselhoff, like yes. just, just, I, I, it was amazing. Oh. Well, and I thankfully, like I, I played. Yeah. Sorry, you got Absolute favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah I was yeah. gonna say I I I played I. I had the luxury of playing through that. I played as Raceland. Um, our companion that played as Tannis, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> when he, uh, when the when the black dragon first comes up out of the well, Tan the player that was Tannis uh, decided to run in after the dragon once it went back down and jumped in after it and just like fell to his death. That was fantastic. We lost Tannis like in the <laughs> early portions of that game. And then myself <laughs> and the character that played Tasselhoff, I played Raceland, the, the, the person that played Tasselhoff, Burfoot, uh, decided to play the, the kind of Kender that would steal from the party. As Raceland, I really didn't like it, so I started to fight him, and <laughs> Tasselhoff actually killed Raceland. So, so it was it was an interesting party. <laughs> so, okay, I have a, I have a question. Yes, yes. the hobby. So, are you saying that in a couple of years I'm going to be gone? What do you mean? No, absolutely not. I think that what's going to happen is you're going to see this rise in popularity with a lot of people that generally in the past wouldn't be associated oh, okay. with with gaming and gaming groups and D&D &D. and then i think that it, as most things it's 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 going to fade away and it's going to go back to the diehard lovers of the game of the craft okay. um, the people basically. that because because a lot of gamers don't don't enjoy the crafting of it they don't enjoy the the time and effort that puts into it like a lot of the newer gamers, I, I found they just want to sit down as a player, roll some dice, which right. I'm I'm there's still in favor of. There's other games I, out there that are pretty Anyone amazing that, that you it. can just sit down and play, right? So that's right. Like you don't have to put the the, the no. time into you don't have to put the time into it that that you have to put into Dungeons and Dragons. And I think like I only play Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> but mm -hmm. um, there's there's games out there, and I know like I don't know what they are. Heard like people in my groups like talk about oh this game's great that like you can but those are like you can sit down and play a game of it and that's it like, like that's massive it. darkness or zombie side or something oh, along oh, those lines which kind yeah, of yeah. And, that and, and they're like it's the greatest game ever to exist yeah. like and no, they like no that miniatures. but i think it's a it's a no-brainer it doesn't require the heart no brain no miniatures no maps just straight horror rpg Rolling yeah. dice and surviving. So I'm going to give it a I'm shot. Not saying it's, not, it's not great, but it doesn't have the heart. It doesn't have the the effort. I think. Yeah. That okay, it requires. So, right. so okay. Yeah. Does each edition of D D have its own separate settings? Then, like so, I know, like basic D D takes place in Mithril, right? Mistara. Mistara. Okay. So what did? What about Advance and 2nd Edition and 3rd Edition and 4th Edition? 
what settings do they take well and this is one thing i'm really passionate about is the actual like campaign settings especially ad and d because that's my wheelhouse um so gary guy actually greyhawk um forgotten mm-hmm. realms was actually invented before D D even got started which a lot of people don't know but ed greenwood had already yep. created that as a as a a pet project of his own, um, Dragonlance. I, as soon as you brought her up, I just start fanboying out because I. One, one second, guys. Um, somebody's got their YouTube on, and it's playing. Yeah, there's echo. Oh, you know what? Let's find out. Hello, hello. No. Who's who's got who's watching? Let me let me mute him. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. It's Stu. Oh, it's Stu. It's you. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't see how it could be me. But but I but I don't have anything else going in my house. Just me on my headset. Maybe I'm too loud and you guys are echoing testing, through my testing, headset. Testing, but, testing, testing, testing. Okay, okay. Nope. You know what? Is it zero? Is it zero? That's fine. Hello, hello. Hello. Is it crit? Let me find out. <laughs> is it crit? Wait, wait, no, it's not me because I don't have YouTube up. Wait, wait, no, it's not me because I don't have YouTube up. I don't, I don't have YouTube either. I just I, hello, you guys, hello. You guys are just on my phone as a. Uh, okay, as I need let me let me mute myself. See if you guys can hear. I think it's me. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yep, it's not me. Yep, it's not me. It's the teacher. <laughs> Don't we, we, still you, we still love you, Retro. Of course. Um, so yes, I, I, I can't I, do a I, thing I, about it. Ahead, ahead. Ahead. I'm playing no, you're good, school. brother. You yeah. are good. Go ahead. So, go. Sorry, need need to okay. get another drink here, boys. Sorry. No get back to the to the campaign setting thing. Um, if you're a new DM. Check out all the D&D novels. You're going to find them everywhere, like secondhand really? bookshops and that sort of stuff. So, And that is how I discovered D&D. So I found mm-hmm. um, Forgotten Realms novels like when I was like six years old. And I started, oh, man, this is really cool. And then I was like, holy shit, this is an actual game. And then <laughs> I, I, I joined the game and played it ever since. But Dragonlance is my favourite. Absolute brilliant um setting really in depth um I, I, a bit grittier than forgotten realms uh i find greyhawk's a bit grittier than forgotten realms too a bit darker but like greyhawk forgotten realms and Dragonlance. if you're looking for the balance between like high fantasy or a little bit less it is friggin amazing mm-hmm. see there's no echo now is it it was crew can can you can is there an echo still no i still heard the echo yeah, I Not still hear it too. Okay, I'm going to mute and myself. My, my, my mic's being muted this whole time, so if there's an echo, it wasn't me. How about now? Yep, Anyone I heard there? it. And my mic was muted. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it was. I don't have anything open, so. Well, Unless actually, it's just an issue with string, yeah. It could be string. Yeah. Oh, well, but. Okay, so. Zero, how did you discover D&D? Well, we talked about this. Oh, yeah, we did. I went into a dark bathroom in a gas station one time. And <laughs> it's a game with Butch. Roll furnishing it, boy. Good for a good time roll initiative. 
How about you? I would have rolled initiative. I'm just saying. So the dragon takes your form. Why is that? Because you can go fuck yourself. Hashtag not for kids, guys. Hashtag not for kids. No, it was real simple. I was we were in high school, and my buddy Brian, you know, he invited me over to another buddy's house, and he had the red box, and said, "You guys want to give it a shot?" And we said, "Yeah." And that was it. That's all it took. I fell in love. You know what I mean? It was I was Dungeon Dragons since then, 1986. Oh, I, so was I was visiting. I was visiting with my mother, one of her friends in a different town that stayed in. <gasps> Stu, what happened? <laughs> what the heck? The gods didn't want him to tell that story. <laughs> the, and the end guy's gone. Oh, oh <laughs> <laughs> it was him. You're naughty, Kool Aid. <laughs> It was probably the sand was coming at that lad from his headphones. Uh -huh. He was yeah. probably just picking uh -huh. that up. Yeah, there's there's Canadian again. Hey, hey. Um, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Here, here he is. Let's blame him for the echo. <laughs> Echoing? Yes, it is. You. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, I, I have a headset on, and there's nothing going on my through my phone. I wonder if it's too loud because uh, it must just be echoing. You know, it could be because your mic is so close to your earbud. Uh -huh. If your earbuds are up really loud, the mic could be Maybe. really just up. You know. Okay, did that make it any better for you guys? Yeah. Okay. Don't don't worry about me. I'm new to this whole YouTube thing. <laughs> well, welcome to YouTube timer. We'll get you going. That's yeah, how I'm just, I was new to it too. I'm, I'm technologically impaired, but yeah, with, <laughs> you know with me when I first got involved in this, it was because uh, I was visiting a friend of my mother's, and there was a hobby store that was across the street from the apartment building. I went in there, and there was a Dragonlance um, adventure, mm -hmm. and it was the one on the cover. It's got Strum and uh, and the Blue Dragon. Sky is it? Yes. Kind yes. Of You're talking dragon. about this one. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be it. it. That'd be it. And uh, so I, I probably purchased that adventure. Had no idea what D and D was about. And then I realized that for several years, I had already been doing D and D because I had bought the miniature. Like I bought a bunch of Ralph Partha 1978 miniatures. And yeah, and and I I painted those up very poorly with uh, testers enamel paint. Oh. No undercoating. And the then uh, I used to draw out maps on graph paper, and it was all done with D6s, myself and a, a few friends. And then eventually I got that D&D book, and I was like, what was this? And then mm -hmm. another good friend of mine, Nigel, had the red box. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we've been playing this for years. I'm like, what? And then, <laughs> boom, I started playing with the red box. <laughs> yeah, that's what I started, too, red box. That's, that's I, I started because in grade seven, a kid brought in like some Dungeons and Dragons thing and we played it at lunchtime. And then that was it, man. I was in and then I think I basically showed it to Duke and he went he went nuts. Like he was like DMing and all the bit and I I bought like the I went on a school trip in grade eight and I bought like like the Adventurer set and the monsters compendium, the ones in the binders with the th three ring yeah. binders. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. I bought both of those. Yeah, mm -hmm. I had some money, man. I was working in the, I was the dish pig in the restaurant. 
So oh, I had the money, and I went. Yeah, you were, you, you were the dude with the money because you were the dude with the job. I remember. Yeah, I had a job. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so did you guys go to school? Job the way that I became friends with Duke was in entrepreneurial class. We were talking yeah. about something in a group, and he goes, "Oh, but there's no honor among thieves." My eyebrow went up, and I went, oh. "What'd you just say?" Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, "There's no honor among thieves." I'm like, "He's a gamer." And then we became yeah. friends, and then through Duke, yeah, I met Retro. Yeah, yeah. And then we met each other that way. Yep, Good that's how it worked out. I have another question. Since you guys are all older than me, how was it? How was it to have Jesus being your DM? What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> You're on a timeout. What? <laughs> Jesus wasn't bringing three. I actually, I'm not sure tell you that my wife bought me that says. Uh, Jesus, yeah. but but <laughs> Jesus saves, but all others well, have to take half damage. Well, I used to. Have, <laughs> used to <laughs> I, I used to have long hair, and I'm born Christmas Day, and I'm a carpenter, so I'm Jesus. So. What? No, you're Jesus. <laughs> oh, you're Jesus. Uh, <laughs> as long as I can throw out a bit of lightning and a bit of, bit of, <sighs> bit of smiting, I'm, I'll go for it. <laughs> well, uh, real quick, let's go, let's run back. Who's who's got the convos there? Who's, who's okay? Watching? So we have. Let's see. We already. So we got overboard. Cujo says, "I'm buying my CC filing thing." Okay, we already said that one. Uh, Cujo needs money to play D and D. Cujo says, "I have a monthly payments for D and D stuff." <laughs> you know what? Lucky you. We we all do. I, I got monthly. I get ten dollars <laughs> a week. Okay, so, so I get twenty dollars a month. Canadian. Uh, uh, What's your take on where D and D is going? Where do you think it's headed as a player? I think, like as far as I'm concerned, man, it can head in any which direction it feels like. I'm always going to play it. Right. I'm down with it now. Like I got back into it, and it's all I think about now. (laughs) I want to play it more. Like I. It's all about the group. I want to play Order Edition. I'm thinking about that. Like honestly, my last my group I'm playing in right now. I think the last three sessions, we hadn't even gotten into like one thing where I had to roll the dice. Wow. And I'm still, and that that sounds like the game, it should turn. The game I played with Ed Greenwood, I rolled one die. That's it. Hold the game. Wait, you <laughs> played with Ed Greenwood? Say that again for yeah, the camera. Yeah, I've, I've had him as a team. Money shot? He's wow. got pictures of it too. Wow. About having Ed I want to see those. Jealous. We're not worthy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ed's a, Ed's a local. Yeah, no, it, was, uh, it was a hilarious yeah. adventure. It was, uh, and and I rolled, I rolled one dice. Wow. Well, he was a librarian in in Ennismore, was he not? But yeah, I think he might have been, man. Like, but he and he lives a yeah, bit. He's like, I want to say forty-five minutes. I saw him. I mean, I walked past him at a Gen Con. Does that count? And I was like, hey, that's. I think that's agreeing with. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the local maybe, gaming convention maybe, yeah, that we have here, he comes every once in a while. Yeah. Well, I walked by. I don't know if you guys know who Stephen Amell was or is because I walked by him uh, during my local Comic Con a couple years ago. I'm like, hey, that's Stephen Amell. He goes, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I, I geeked out when he said, hey, look at me. Says, hey, what's up? <laughs> Great, you're killing me, son. What about you, Grim? Where do you think it's headed? You think it's um, in a good direction or? A negative I think positive? I think as a hobby and as a game, it, it, it's always going to keep going, I guess. Like, right. and its popularity will fluctuate and wane. 
the mm-hmm. only thing, and I don't like. I'm not one to like talk politics and all that sort of stuff. Oh, I really yeah. And this is probably this could upset some people. So if you don't, right, do if it. you don't agree, send send hate mail. Um, uh, send that to the table. I, <laughs> <laughs> I have a real I have a real problem when creators like of official products or people that are highly influential with like people i guess like on the matt mercerous level like the team phoenix all those sort of people i hate it when they use D to push their personal politics or champion social causes and that kind of thing yeah. if whatever people follow and believe in their own lives that's up to them and i you know i don't really care but keep your mitts off my goddamn game like i don't want that shit coming into D&D it. is supposed like, to be an escape. I think it's the same in the satan- like. I was in the eighties. I went through the satanic panic. The 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 revisions I had to do for the deities and demigods, and then second edition where they couldn't use demon and all that. <laughs> Get your crap out. I don't care if it's religion, um, fluid genders, pol- politics <laughs> stuff. Like, I don't. I don't care. Just keep it out. <laughs> One second. I don't know if any of you guys watched Shadow Cat's video. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I was yeah. watching it live, and what's the name of the game from Matt Mercer? What's the campaign? Oh, they uh, willed up, willed them on or something. Wild Mouth. She was she was reading a, a, a little quip out of the book, and she was saying, "In character development, characters can be gender fluid." And she was like, "I don't know what that means." I, it was a real quick thing. If you watch the video, she says it. And I was like, wait a minute. Did they? And I asked. I asked in the live chat. I'm like, did they literally type in gender fluid characters in a Dungeons & Dragons book? Like, is that a thing now? That, well, there's there's another module. I was watching a live stream from, I, I think he's like in charge of like development now of the D&D game. And he's he's gay. Mm-hmm. And I think oh, his, yeah. his, his sister was, was gay as well. Mm-hmm. And somebody's written some sort of adventure and there's two ogre kings that are, that are gay. Like, I don't think that deserves a place in the game. And it's not to say that you can't have gay people or things in your game. You can do whatever the hell you want. It's D&D, like literally anything is possible. Right. I, as soon as we start specifying those sorts of things, like, I, I, I don't know. I think it's... it's it becomes really a on the precipice where once you go too far, it, yeah. it, it yeah. permeates I'm, everything. I'm, I'm like, going to disagree because I, I think that I think that D and D has a place for everybody and everything. To sure, be sure, no, no. It doesn't mean that you have to include it in your campaigns, but I, I, I know. I, th- I think what's stu- what 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 Grim is saying. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think I, he's saying that you know. It does. It, it has its place because D and D is so open, right? It's so, you know, open that you can that, create. That's any, what I'm saying. It yeah, should be open to anything. everybody. Even be like part of your staff block. Basically, what I think is it, what I'm thinking. It, what, what but I even think, when it correct, it, it, it's hard. It's hard, I guess. When then everything's under analysis, like oh, that that rain that. Female paladins wearing like bikini male or whatever, and that's sexist and, and, and all that sort of stuff. Like, but I just know, think not far it's, from it's the, so... you're not far off because not too long ago, a couple years that, that's ago, that's where being being in, yeah, 
being at the table and being is is you know that that's what what Grim's saying there. Is I, I I would think that's what being around the table, judging the mood of the room, judging your group, getting that comfort level mm-hmm. of of right. what everyone's comfortable with, and then and then that that can dictate your game and, and how yeah. you go with all that. But the fact well, that you're not going to go literally need to like, uh, specify. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be somebody's agenda in the creation of of the game or or the the creation of that adventure or whatever. It, should, it, it, shouldn't, it, be the, it shouldn't be the thing that like makes you define what your game is, and right, that's and the I, problem. Yeah. Correct. I think. Well, yeah, I think that that's what Grim's original point was: is that while it's obvious that it's all inclusive, it's not. It's not something that sh- agendas should be pushed into. And I think with that creation of that module specifically, it was you can tell that it was a direct agenda movement. And that's not uncommon. That's actually a very common thing right now because we had a huge movement a couple years back, you know, where, where feminists were accusing, uh, you know, the creators of Dungeons and Dragons. They actually were accusing Wizards of the Coast of being sexist and having all these. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. this is a discussion for a whole other show mm-hmm. we could actually do. And I, I, I want it. I would love to include somebody. Yeah, Vampire who, the Masquerade went through a massive thing with the fifth yes. edition rewrite with this as well. Because they have mm-hmm. their goal is to infiltrate as many. Oh, uh, <laughs> <we're awesome. laughs> you know, and that's that was, that was like a very important thing right there. <laughs> yeah. um, you so might he's need to repeat oh, yourself. The what's in it? It cut out. You cut out for a second yeah, there, right, right, right out of camera. Right now. I, like I was saying, it, a couple years ago, there was a huge movement, feminist movement, to uh, attack Wizards of the Coast and several other companies, like Games Workshop and things like that, because they were saying that these companies were being sexist and they were not being inclusive to females or uh, the LGBTQ community. And so they were really pushing these agendas in the company. So it's not uncommon for the company or not unbelievable that the company would curtail to those demands to a degree. That module is literally proof that that has happened. So that was what my concern was for where the game is going. Like, like Stu said, you know, I do feel that right now the trendies are on, on, on the bandwagon. They're on that wave of Dungeons and Dragons. It's cool. It's chic to be geek type thing. And I do believe yep. that in maybe two to three years, that wave is going to slow down. And the only people riding the bus will be the people who were riding the bus from the very beginning. You know, like Stu- I, I do believe we, we will see an increase. Increase, but I think it'll be about maybe twenty to thirty percent of the the people that jump on board due to it being a trend. Right. Uh, but but and 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 then there because there will always be those people that are like, oh, I, I didn't even know this existed. Wow, this is absolutely fantastic. Sure. And um, there's like there's a lot of people. I, I was watching. There's several TED talks out there. They're using it as they're the, several TED talks out there. They're using it as as therapy. Even there's uh, there's one that's being created uh, to be used at, at the VA uh, for veterans that have that have come back and and they've got this whole game and campaign that they use as as uh, like speaking psychological of that, uh, yeah, for, like being used for, for therapy PTSD for people. And, yeah, and um, really quick. Can I touch on that? Rod, Rod from Thaco Factor. He's one of our Dungeoneers, Tabletop Dungeoneers. His name is Rod. He's, he has the Thaco Factor D&D channel. He actually is part of the VA, and he actually runs a campaign for the veterans there to help with their therapy. He's actually in that process right now. You guys can check him out Fantastic. on Thaco Factor. But he, that's what he does. Yep. Yeah, he, also, and he loves it. He loves Fantastic. it. The guys, There's the a lot. Very receptive to yeah. it. You know, That's the key, right? Like It's helping them 
cope with what they have to deal with coming back from overseas and stuff like that. I mean, There's I a lot. Sorry. Go it, ahead. Sorry. It allows you to gonna... step into this reality, put yourself in another shoes, and then deal with the situation. Sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, okay, so I, I work with special needs kids, and sometimes uh, you get some kids that's abused and stuff, right? And mm-hmm. they can't talk uh, mm-hmm. about how they're feeling. So some therapists um, is also – hang on. What? I'll be right back. <laughs> well, I'll just continue off of what, what Critical was saying because I've seen it used for, like, prisoner – um, rehabilitation stuff like that because it's really good at teaching people like conflict resolution that isn't like shanking somebody in the shower. People have got to learn how to like interact with right. other people, problem solvers, yeah, group, like and, 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 yeah, yeah, social that sort of social skills. So mm-hmm. I think the game is like immensely so immensely many social skills to be learned. Yeah, from it's so great. And the kids I was watching a video. There was there's a couple colleges they're doing it right now, like UCLA and all that stuff. They're using this as a they have a class that actually promotes the the, the game as a uh, social educational tool. I'm back to help people, like you said, to develop their social skills, especially introverts, because yeah. it's, it helps them, like you said, conflict resolution at a table rather than using their fisticuffs. You know what I'm saying? And it it yes, actually helps absolutely. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you know. In that sense, the direction it has gone is positive, right? Like, I think that that's where positive growth is, right? Like, you know, using tools like this to help people grow and become better people as it is. You know, I just don't like the, like I said, originally, my personal problem with it is I feel like there's too many people with agendas with their, trying to get their hands in the pot. And I think that 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 could be the main thing. I don't want D&D. To be used as a tool for social commentary, right? Like, exactly. Or whatever you do in your own game, like if you're That's the bad if, part of the social media. Yes. Yep. Yes. yes. But also the social media part of the game. I hate to say this, made the game where it's at today. Living like live. No. Yeah. Whatever you want to do at home. Yep. One hundred. Yeah. I, I think well, a big part of the it's true. Yeah, it's, it's what brought back popularity. popularity. You, you got things like Big game. Bang Theory, yeah. all, all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But D and D in the past had a bad rep for years. Am I correct? To a degree, yes. Mainly with the Christian sort of sort of things. Or like, okay. So super conservatives. Yeah. Absolutely. So they gave it a bad rep in the eighties, nineties. It was kind of phasing in and out. Mm-hmm. And it's really messing up. For some reason. So, but <laughs> you, you know, I think one yeah, of the biggest I, things that I live in a small town, so like our internet. I think one of the biggest things that got exposure for Dungeons and Dragons is was the evolution of conventions like Comic Con and all that. As soon as they started. To, Yes. Um, including popular culture things like TV shows, like Comic Con. There was always it was like early days was just comic books. Like oh, it was a comic book collector for about twenty years. Like, but then they started bringing in movie stars, TV shows, that kind of thing. So the audience there is bigger, and the traditional um, stall holders that were selling D and D and stuff were there and are always there. 
and it's just that crossover. And you look at Comic Con now, all it's the not, sort of shows they, they like really sell comic books at Comic Con. Yeah, I went to I went to Supernova on the Gold Coast last weekend with with my missus because she wanted to meet Holly Marie Coombs from Charmed and get a photo and that kind of thing. Oh, nice. Like, so so we went down there and she got the photo and that kind of thing. There was like one comic book stall. All the rest are people selling like, you know, fake fake swords and that, you know, the whole sort mm-hmm. of LARPing thing and the cosplay stuff. That's taken over all this sort of thing. And but those people have a big, I guess, you know, the the the, the circles where they sort of meet in the middle. D and D overlaps so much of that. The people who got into cosplay, then they're like Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings and so you've got all these other intellectual properties that, yeah, that intermix have so much overlap with D and D that you're naturally mm-hmm. going to have people bringing in, and the internet as a whole made D and D far more accessible for people. Yeah. Right. So the like, critical role, yes, definitely brought people, but they're riding a wave that was already on an upward trajectory. Like they yeah. sort of like got on the elevator on the fifth floor instead of having to start down the bottom. So. It, it, Only it, because it, Felicia Day asked him to. That's it. Felicia yeah. Day asked him on for their channel right. on Geek and Sundry. She goes, "Hey, why don't you guys bring this live? We'll record mm. and see how it goes." Yeah. Then it she's, just took off from there. And mm-hmm. she's a smart business lady. She. Oh yeah. She, 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 she well, knows. And they, got, so. and they got rid of her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's she's what awesome. you do, man. So you can take credit for yourself. Yeah. She. She's pretty. Cool. <laughs> she's been huge in the gaming community. You know, and I mean, like, have you seen the guild? Fun of him, but he's been a huge factor in the gaming community. I mean, because he stayed stalwart in what he was doing, which is why I respect the shows that they do. Because, like, you know, he's done. You know, it's just like um, the Dice Tower gaming reviews and stuff. They've been doing this for ten to twenty years, and they they got on the wave when it was going up. You know, that's why they're at, you know, over 100,000 subscribers and, the, you know, they get like 60,000 views in one night. You know what I mean? Because they started that wave, you know, when it was ascending. I mean, you know, that, now that, that, totally, that, that seems that seems reasonable. Yeah. But like if you really want to play D&D, you go over to We Roll Dice and you get your, your you know, your dice out and you basically have to like color them in with your own crayons to make sure that you can see the numbers. And that's yeah. how you play D&D. And the rest of it, it's just That's a right. bunch of like flare and whatever. For sure. and you, you, it's got you nothing get to do with it, man. You, like you want to play this off guy. all night long. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm I'm gonna say this, and I'll create your problem. Get mad at me. But you're not a hardcore D and D unless you spend a weekend smelling up the room playing Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, you know what? If you got time for it. Dice. Go for it. I don't have time for something like that. I see what you're doing. Right, you got five guys in one room for a full weekend. Maybe, maybe, maybe bust out a little Street Fighter, the original on the on 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 Super Any or not even Super Any. On which was Mortal Kombat Sega Retro Noise? What's the original Nintendo? The one that had the R one and L one? What was it? You had the three buttons, but you had to hit select in between oh, so you could oh, get oh, the oh, other oh, three oh, buttons oh, going. That oh, that was a hard one. But you haven't lived D&D until you get a group of friends together for a weekend. No one's showering. Get a group of friends together. 
Well, maybe we should get together, guys. We all go to Zero's house. I tried to do that. He, he, he said he had a sniffle, so I couldn't come over. My friends and I actually, oh. a couple years back, we, we did... Nothing, um, nothing but Doritos. Yep. We did a four-hour gaming session uh, one weekend. We actually did it a couple weekends, like once I, every Sunday. I, I'd year. love you to come over, but I don't want you to take this. <laughs> <laughs> What was that, babe? <laughs> oh, we actually, I'm sorry, my, my wife just corrected me. We actually did 48 hours of gaming. So we yeah. started Friday night. We it's, played it's, all it's, the way through to Sunday night. And we, but this was, this was everything. We played board games, mostly board games. Um, we played tabletop miniature games. There was no D&D. &D, just because we had so many people coming in and out, you know, that we just didn't have enough time to set up a game and keep it going. But we did like the gaming, and yeah, it's whew, that's that was a when, rough I, when I was 20. I lived with a couple of mates, and we literally had like we played DD for like seven days in a row. And I'm talking like yeah. you're playing to like dawn, people are like crashing out, getting up, eating. It's like four o'clock in the afternoon. They're like, God, oh, do you want to keep playing? Oh, yeah. And we just played and played and played, and it was friggin' awesome. Like, I live like three doors up from the pub, Sleeping so we get like cartons of beer and we're just drinking and playing. It was, it was awesome. Go take so the DD to the bar so they can play. Hey, critical. Uh, yeah, I do. I do that with video games every November, man. Really? <laughs> Twenty-five hours street. Nah. Critical. Read the comments real quick. Uh, nothing new. Uh, I'm not seeing the comments for some reason. Yeah, I, I'm seeing nothing new. Okay. I see. I see. I, I, I watched a couple of your live streams yeah. for Extra Life. Good on you. Yeah. Good on you. <laughs> so one one thing, like Cujo said up a bit earlier, that's I guess sort of got um, glazed over. He was talking about um, like he likes how popular D and D is because of the influence it has on the rest of like media. So movies and and things yeah. like that get made, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And he said about they better make a D and D movie in the next three years. They're actually working on a D and D movie right yeah. now. Yeah. So Joe Meganella was actually part of it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. actually pushed. He actually pushed a bit. He was trying to get Dragonlance happening. So mm -hmm. he did a lot of talks with Margaret Weiss and there that kind of go. thing. Perfect. But, but <laughs> there's a big problem with with the Dragonlance IP as far as Wizards of the Coast goes. So when there's third edition. And then Margaret Weiss set up her own company. They actually had the rights for Dragonlance for a while, so they made a lot of the, like that saga and Fifth Age stuff for the third edition of D and D. But then Watsy didn't renew the license, so that's why there's been nothing new. But oh, isn't wait, isn't well, like, like, well, that's what I'm telling you, man? You do you do the Dark Elf trilogy? You oh, just got to talk and, to and, and everyone. And wait, wait, like so go, many man. people know who Drizzt is. Like it's it's. He's badass. It's either uh, yeah. and the new movie is it's it's like it's such oh, a fantastic. little twilight kind of setup too. Like you can totally yeah. do it. It's Ooh. good because it's real anti-hero stuff. Like like I reckon it'll make yeah, it good. Like but a the new movie is, is not a vampire the new teenager or whatever. <laughs> it's it totally fits the whole mold of what they're looking for, man. They, yeah. they should the Dig it. The question is, does that Dark Elf... Does that Dark Elf trilogy, though, it, it doesn't truly introduce D&D &D because it, it, it has a drow as a hero. So you, you almost have to... Like, we only appreciate how unique Dritz is 
because right. we already understand D and we already understand what a drow elf is about. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. I think I think Witcher actually. Again, has a I guess they could make the movie, and it would be part of the the interest of it. You know, they they I they might that, have to do a little bit of explanation. Yeah, they will, but that just means they have to make three movies. True. So. <laughs> I, trilogy, baby. Yeah, yeah. You could not do that in, in a single movie. So, oh, thing, guys, isn't Critical Role making a TV I would show, watch like an animated show? Yeah, yeah. On Amazon. <laughs> Is it Amazon? Or yeah, Netflix? it's going on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I was gonna say, like they they're doing Absolutely. that. So okay. They're, they do have, I mean, there is some, I guess, in that sense, there is some positive, right? Like that, that Hollywood being involved. I want Lorith in the movie. Hmm? What, uh, Kujo says, I want Lorith in the movie. L-O-L-T-H. Is that the uh, Spider Queen or whatever? Spider Queen, yeah. Oh, yes, I got something right for once. So, so <laughs> I, I, I think they should contact you the people that me. Me. I think they should. Go ahead, Stu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enough, dude. Oh, Graham, Graham, you're the man. Look, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> say, wow. hey, um, you but are nothing lagging, still, I think they should contact the people that made uh, Game Thing because nothing beats that movie when it comes to D and D. Nothing. <laughs> Which movie was it? I couldn't hear that. I am. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, he's lagging. Yeah. We're are we live? Yeah, 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 yeah. Am I good? I think. Yeah. Stu's the only one that's like really cutting in and out and glitchy. Like I don't know whether it's his connection or. So isn't your thing, guys? Yeah. Yeah, you're on dial-up. Yeah. Yeah. Why I'll be right back. The new D&D movie is set in the Forgotten Realms, so yeah. that's at least something. Yeah, that's so, a positive for sure. Like, so I mean, even, if they the, do a one-off... That's one the is that too right now. Yeah, if they right. do like a one-off movie and maybe if they could have like a, a drow character sort of pop up just as something interesting and people go, holy shit. It's like the whole Darth Maul thing. He's like, the oh movie sucks, God. but he's on the. He, you just can't wait for him to get on there. So if they could generate interest, like in Clone those Wars. sort of things. Yeah, uh, um, Ahsoka is coming back now in the main, season two of the Mandalorian. If you guys know who she is, Ahsoka's yeah. gonna. Yeah, be, yeah. She's gonna be in season two of the Mandalorian. Really? Yep, mm. and she's gonna be in the this next season of Clone Wars too. Hmm. Well, I saw the Clone Wars stuff with her. Yeah, didn't know she was going to be in the Mando. They said she's going to get a live action show herself. Disney. Oh, that would be so cool! Oh, so, she's my anyway, favorite great Jedi. She's uh, she's super popular. So, oh yeah, when she came back in Rebels, oh my gosh, the internet just blew up. Yeah. But you know, what a beautiful thing they came up with the Mandalorian! Like such yeah. a good show, man. Oh, oh, it's so good. It's, it's Dave Filoni and John Favreau, so you yeah. know that. Yeah. It, keeps, it, er- just, it erased it like, it like brings it back to where it needs to be at. Yeah, it's just, it erased it's all so the good. bullshit with the sequels because, like, I love Star Wars. Like, I'm wearing a freaking Darth Vader shirt now. Like, it's hey, Steve, those, how you doing? Those sequel movies killed me. Like, 
Yeah. Rise of the Skywalker. You know, they, didn't, they didn't kill me, but they don't like shine me on or whatever. Right? Oh, so, um, but like Mandalorian, I'm like, I'm down with that. That's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. This I liked episode way. seven. I just I didn't like where it went after that. Like it had potential, and it just it just dropped so, it. That's, back to row twenty. Another thing is like the DM. You like you guys can just create your account and have a physical copy of your character sheet instead. Of having a character sheet on there and just roll your dice. Mm. What? So if you want, yeah, you you can do everything just and and only really have a map there. Yeah, absolutely. And well, that's I mean, what I that's what I was thinking. So, of it, though, right? That was the original point of it to just have supplements for enhancing your game. Yeah, right. It wasn't like to be your game. It was yeah. to enhance the game, right? Which which. That I can totally get on board with that. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm cool with people rolling their own dice. Like, it's having a dice roller program is functional. No one wants to click a button to roll a d20. They want I to don't. get that little piece of plastic in the hand. It's, so it's if not. I, as if fun, I, I agree. If if I play online, like people can just roll their dice. Like, if you're playing in my game, like I'm just gonna have to trust you to to do the 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 right thing, I guess, and and, and not cheat. But as a player, a failure is always so much more fun than a success. Yes. There is so much more potential to a failure than a success. Even as a DM, I find myself like, oh, sweet. I fail with this roll. Okay. Awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes that's what furthers the story. You just Mm -hmm. walk in, you mash the monster down. What fun's that? I mean, a lot of monsters die in one to two rounds, right? Because everyone, if they're experienced, they know what they're doing. But there's just something fun about failing. Like I, when I was at a convention, I, play, I played a guy by the name of Sir James, and I failed almost every single dice roll. But as a one-off adventure, it allowed me so much potential to actually role-play that those failures. That and if you, you know, if you just yeah, if you're D, if you're DMing a party who are like the kick in the door and take heads off and ask questions later, and yep. and you can't get them to modify the bat. I just sort of incorporated in like, oh shit, we killed this guy, but he's actually got information that we friggin' needed, sort of, sort yeah. of thing. So if you're just gonna like BS me about your dice rolls just to kill stuff and all that, <laughs> I, could, I could see that coming like a, a mile Is that a away. And... You got there? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Kujo says, okay, let's talk Star Wars RPG. So. Uh, anyone play the FFG one uh, out now, or anyone plays the older one? I've played the old one. What the, was it West End? Was it West yeah, End? I played that the, it? Game yeah. the West End game. Yeah. 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 I played the D6 game, and I own the D20. Okay. Yeah, D6. I, I played is what in the I D6 play. game. I own the D20. The problem with the D20 version is if you get one person that plays a Jedi, they might as well all play Jedi's because. It's like I'm a really good fighter pilot, you know. I'm a, I'm an ace pilot. Well, the Jedi can still do better. Well, oh, okay. Well, I'm a really good mechanic. I can do this. Yeah, the Jedi can still do better. So you either have a party out? with all Jedi's. No, this was uh, it was a D20 system. Came uh-huh. out back when third edition was out. Yeah, maybe three point five. You know what's through okay. that? Like uh, but like that in the D6 back, system too. I like, know. Um, I think the one that Kujo's talking yeah, about is okay. the uh, free one that's out. That's in the Discord that he tagged in the Discord. Yeah. No, the, he's talking about the fantasy. Oh yeah, no, I haven't played that. Have, the newest one? No, nobody's played that. It just came. Okay. Out. 
Yeah, just dropped. Oh, okay. like, talking about the fantasy. I think he's talking about the one that Stu's talking about, the D20 system one. Oh, the fantasy yeah. flight game? Yeah, that's prior yeah. to this one that just dropped right now. So, yeah, the fantasy flight game one was a D20 system. It's and still, it was still like, a lot of fun. Yeah, it, yeah, for sure. And if no one plays a Jedi, it's even better. Like, because you get a lot of dynamic exactly. development and character profiles and stuff. But it was like that in the first one, too. If you, if you were able to play a Jedi, it just... It's like that in any miniature game too for them, because like, I played a bunch of the miniature games, and as soon as you start putting the Jedi sure. on the table, it's like, all right, well, really nothing. What are you gonna? The, the point of the but, story. But st- sticking sticking with the canon of the game, sticking with the canon of the game. If if a Jedi is involved, he it, should be yeah. or she should mm-hmm. be pretty superior yeah. Yeah. Uh, compared to anybody else. Absolutely, it is, I think it that's a true. It just takes away from somebody that wants to play this. You know, uh, droid or, or something else, and or a smuggler or something, and then a Jedi shows up. And it's like the smuggler. Well, I shoot my pistol, and then the Jedi does a whole bunch of his skills and takes over the game. Yeah, it's, it, like, it, it's yeah. The the player that is the Jedi is best for your uh, truest role player. The 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 guy that really gets into playing out his flaws and playing the difficulties in the game as opposed to the number cruncher of the game, my only suggestion. Sure. And I think, yeah, I think definitely the Jedi should be reserved for that type of player, someone who can be responsible with And Jedi's are meant to be rare. Like, yeah, everyone just can't play one. Like, you know, it may be like, I played in a, in a Star Wars game and he basically let people roll a D100. And if you got like 95 to 100, then you could play like a Jedi character or a character that was like, had force ability sort of thing, but mm. if you didn't roll that, you you didn't get to play or something like that. And it made it exciting because we're all like, oh god damn, like is someone gonna get it? Yeah, I never, I never got to, unfortunately. But you know, the person that did, they're like, fuck yeah, they're really pumped. And then you know, they were special, but you can still as a DM craft situations that right where the jedi's not always going to excel you're going to need to rely on those more sundry skills of like you might be able to whip a lightsaber around but if you don't know how to fix the starship when you're stranded on a planet like it's it, it, it's not much good so again this is dms like players can never overrun your campaign yeah. there's always countermeasures you can do to keep it interesting mm-hmm. not nerf people right give every character in your player group the opportunity to let their individual skills shine at one point or another. Let everyone be the hero, like at some point along the way. Right, and that's just good DMing one on one, right? Like that's, I mean, but unfortunately, a lot of younger DMs, you know, you don't pick that up right away. You know what I'm saying? You just want the players to be happy and excited and stuff. So that's you throw the most important thing as a DM. I agree, yeah. or a GM. You know, and that's you know, and you yeah. You, yeah. you everyone has don't to learn have their the point to shine. Secret. Right, you don't learn those subtleties till you have that one player say, "Hey, dude, I didn't get to do shit all all day because the freaking barbarian was jibber jabbering all day." Or you know what I'm saying? Like you, when when the DM encounters that situation, he's like, "Oh, well, I didn't even realize," you know. And then they start to be more conscious of giving each individual player that moment to shine. Sometimes, and I've done this myself. Like I've get, I've handed the fucking torch to the player. Said it's your turn to shine, my every, dude, and they're just not shine every player. That's right. why I love characters right. doing, and I don't enforce it, but if you write one or two paragraphs as a backstory, it doesn't have to be elaborate. It can just be book dot points. Mm-hmm. I love pulling things 
from yeah. those stuff like three four sessions in they wrote it at the start never thought about it, and then ha 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 you know the the guy that killed your dad has just rocked up on the scene or whatever whatever it is like Absolutely. And, yeah. and they're just like oh what you know and they go back and check like it. it's just immediate their eyes like yeah up. they know that's their thing they know it because they wrote it you know what i mean and they like you said three sessions four sessions in they forgot about it but mm. you did and if you throw it in there and you include include it in the game that's just like that's me that's that's me he's talking about right now that's i have a purpose or a function or you know i have something substantial to add to the game now yeah you know, just fighter or whatever you know what i'm saying so well, yeah that's I, like the that's like the thing that was like lacking from Right. the game i was playing like i was my character as a cleric was who just says i um, love you guys yeah so, uh, <laughs> we miss you man yeah man too, Kujo. my character was uh like chomped on by a were rat right yeah so i thought i mean I'm, i was like Don't this know is you, great like you. this is gonna be so <laughs> so much fun like we're gonna you know like there's going to be like some sort of way to get rid of this. Like, I don't think it's going to be the the death of me or whatever. Like, I didn't think that was going to be the case, right. but I thought it was going to be like, a we go on a quest to figure it out. Or it kind of takes me over for, a, you know, like just something like, cool. Right. Yeah. And it was now we got into town. I went to like a cleric of my faith and I got healed. Like, wow. Mm. I mean, I was like, ah, so disappointing. What is the? Do you guys I, thought know gonna, I thought they were gonna send me on like some sort of like a thing to do. Well, do you guys know the name of the race? It's in the Forgotten Realms. It's like scorpion people. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Lower part is a scorpion, and they have the upper part of a human. But they 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 have um, they use like spears. Like in the death. rock. Yeah. No, 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 rocks no. like a bird. <laughs> you want me to go get my? <laughs> Let me go get my monster manual. It's a scorpion man. I can't remember the name of it, but I actually had um, in one of my campaigns, you know, the DM fudging rule. You know, I actually had one of the players uh, get poisoned by one of not by the stinger, but by an injection from one of the 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 like the, their 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 clerics, you know, um, yeah. society. And uh, and he started slowly turning into one. You know, and we had to go through that whole process of eliminating the poison and, you know, getting him not cured per se, but changed back, you know, but it went through a whole, yeah, yeah. it just, that whole little thing he was like, we were talking about it and he's like, oh, that'd be cool to turn into one of those. And I was but like, I, like, as, like, as a cleric that was like a lycanthrope, I thought it would be like a test of my faith or right. something. Yeah, and, and I don't it, expect you to, and I don't expect you to make every session about me. Sure, sure. Or whatever. Because, but I thought that would be like a cool sort of side thing to what yes. was going on and yes. and that's that's what i, I don't did. know how hard that would be to create for somebody but it was like over before it even began and i was just like Ugh. yeah like, i actually like i said i, I, did I it. was not happy when that happened basically yeah it's, it's so anticlimactic right and that's that's yeah as a player you like, want. i thought that was that would be a good like story so, point right let's see here. yeah this guy right here uh, yeah okay it is called a Oh, okay. So one of the pictures is there from the 3.5, which is what I used. I think it was like a Monsters of Faerun or something like that. I can't remember what book it's in. I know it's in there, but like yeah. I said, I I've, like, we were just talking. I was like, that'd be cool if I was able to turn into one. But you know, would I kill? Would that kill my character? And I was like, well, depends, you know. And then I thought about it. I'm like, man, that would be a really cool. And they were in the situation mm -hmm. when we did it, and it, how it transcended and he changed. And you know, 
I took control of the character at the very end because he was no longer himself. But then they, the players did everything they could to bring him back. Like they yeah. sacrificed a lot to bring him back. And that was a complete on the moment side quest thing. Right. But they, cause they still had the main story to go through, but they did it. They, you know, they, they brought him back and he was normal again. And it was just a huge part of their. Yeah. But isn't that like, isn't that the way that stories are created? Like look at any, movie around any of it you know you always have those like little hills you got to conquer first right right right. and And like that's that's like part of the journey man like that's the point of it and i was it was funny because i was at the time i was like man they're gonna think this is really a ripoff of like the scorpion king and all this other stuff but you know those monsters are very rarely used and i was like man these are really cool monsters they were in the desert i was like why not you know and like yeah I, i most of the stuff i did you know homebrewing on the fly but it just was one of those small little story arcs that just happened to work out really well and be impactful. Yeah. So I think that those kinds of things should be utilized. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying a DM's bad for not doing it. I'm just saying they kind of it's like one of those things like you missed your mark. You know what I mean? So I yeah, guess and, and it'll come with time. And I thought I really missed. I thought I missed the mark, man. Like like you're trying to push some main story and just kind of yeah. Like I don't expect it to be the the whole thing. Like right, you don't want to expect it to be always about the players and. And because then you're catering to people and you're bending to make sure they're happy and stuff like that. And like, yeah, you should be having a good time, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't like my wishes shouldn't yeah. bend, you know, like what you're trying to accomplish. But if you created that situation to begin with, because you threw lycanthropes at us. Right, and I got mm. bit by one. Then, and you made it a bite. You didn't make it a hit. You didn't make it a sword hit. You made it a bite. Right, like mm. why go into all that issue and all that detail uh, to to emphasize that point if you're not going to elaborate on it? If you're just going to, yeah, yeah. And, no, and, I, and, and I was that I was, like, I was like, I left the session going, "Oh my god, I'm going to turn into a freaking rat." And I'm like, "This is great." Right, <laughs> you know, like but it, but I thought if it was going to be fun. If that DM had a left that for like four sessions, maybe, and depending how often you game, but some people only game like every two weeks or a month. Right. If there was four months yeah. down the track, you probably forget all about that. And then, like, he could do some sort of thing, like you wake up in some weird spot where, you know, you've transferred, transformed yeah, into yeah, the rat yeah. in your sleep and, and throw it out. And here's, here's like a DMing secret, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, I would have played with that so much, dude. Yeah, if you're if yeah, if you have like a main story arc, and you take these little side things, you you might be you might prep for X amount, and somehow the players just blow through it, and they're like, "Oh shit, it's coming up! I'm gonna have to start like reaching for my shit now, and and, and coming up with stuff on the fly." But you can take little events like this to side quest them all for a session or two. Till you catch back up on your preparation for the main story arc. So it's not yeah. just to be like the best DM ever. It's give yourself a chance, give yourself some breaks. Let yourself breathe, you know, you're taking Yeah, and take, as a DM, the take notes of any events like that. You can always come back to them later. Yeah. It's, it's the per- perfect thing for when... I was going to say it's the perfect Wait, thing for when one or two decide to call in sick. All of a sudden, you have yes. that lycanthrope. Hey, boys. Yep. And we're going to mm-hmm. run with this because there's only two players that showed up tonight. Let We got a were-rat on the loose. What are we doing tonight? 
Yeah. Did you guys know there's a little fun fact? Yeah, I didn't absolutely. know. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, as a DM, that just adds more box that you can use to entertain your any given night. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not uh, player dependent or whatever. Like you could, you you could use that. Like I might not even be there that session, right? Like I might be the one out, and now all of a sudden they're trying to figure out what's going on with me as a were rat, mm-hmm. right? So, and as a were rat, you don't have control over your character. You're, you know, like out of control, right? So therefore, you could that could be used. I mean, like yeah, completely like, used. just a taking a break, like giving the DM like a chance to kind of get his other story arc, uh, you know, built up again. Like yeah. you guys, or, a fun fact. Did you know? Did, did you know why wrestlers leave the ring in a fight? Like in the fit, you know, WWE and all that stuff. You know why they actually leave the ring? You know how they like, like they get mad or they get frustrated or they feel like they're getting beat up. They go outside the ring and they stand there and they taunt each other. It's actually yeah. part of the show. They do that. The wrestler that does it is doing it so that the guy calling the match, because one guy in the ring calls the match. He says, all right, we're going to do this move sequence with this distance. They're actually doing it live while they're wrestling. The guy that leaves yeah. the ring is doing it because the other guy or one of them needs to catch their breath for some reason or another. Like They do it so it's like, all right, I got to catch my breath. The way to do that, because they can't stop the match, is to get out the ring and circle the ring and talk, you know, crap to each other yeah, so yeah. The same thing like dm you you take those little side quests so you can catch your breath you know on your main story you know so i, I just don't it out i got hit too hard yeah. <laughs> i thought it was like a real i thought it was like a real missed opportunity to yeah to create something like you could you could have done it where like because some sessions Absolutely. i can't go i got like an interview or Absolutely. something at work and i can't do it mm-hmm. right yeah so then why don't you use that man my character is basically out but I'm still there. Right. Don't worry, man. If you ever right. get bit in, in that head. kind of form, and then the other guys are dealing with me or having to figure it out or something. If you, and so if you that, that makes up for the fact head. that I'm not there that day. Uh, I'll turn you into a were-rabbit. Don't worry. No problems. <laughs> yeah. awesome. the I want to be like a, like a were-hedgehog. There you go. <laughs> Ooh, can we call you Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> or Ron Jeremy. Oh, <laughs> it's not oh, his fault. It's not his fault. <laughs> wow. Okay. So uh, let's get back uh, to this again. Um, uh, I don't you, know. You know, pain that would probably fly. Just no. That'd be the norm for the table. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I got bit by Ron Jeremy. <laughs> um, hate if you're out there, if you're listening, I don't know if you are, but we're coming on 11:20, buddy. I don't know if you're coming on or not, but let us know. 11:20. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's 11:20. Oh. 11:21. See how not time my time. Phew. <sighs> <sighs> so did yeah. we all we all went over our points for the topic of the evening? Did we all make our? Not my time. Our points. No. She's she's 12:23 here. Oh. <laughs> oh man! No, I got I got nothing more to add. One thing. I'm very, very glad that you got on tonight's show. I appreciate you to come and oh. share some opinions with y'all. I'm, I'm glad you came aboard. <laughs> oh, so uh, like Kujo says when he DMs, we all start off at where rats. Let's do it. 
I'm looking for some turtles to try and just sign. Yep. As long as, long as I don't have to heal, I'll be good. <laughs> yep. So um, are, are you going to put the details of how to get the, the giveaway? Did you yep. guys already do that before I jumped in? Or? Nope, I'm going to do it right now. Actually, uh, Craig, can you put that picture up for me again? Um, yes, we'll do it right now before we, we end the show. Let's see here. So it's going to be real simple. Um, I think it's simple. So in order to can, win, can I, can I win, can I win this miniature? I really want this miniature. <laughs> if you don't, yeah, I mean, sure. There's a, there, I mean, it's going to be random. We're going to draw randomly, but yeah, I mean, I guess you could. It's totally, you know, crit. What's up? Can you get that picture up? There it is. There oh, it hang, is. hang on. I got it. I got a better one. Okay. We're going to wait for Crit to put that up. There we go. There we go. Look at that guy. Look at that bad boy. So that is a one-of-a-kind uh, Tabletop Dungeoneers Discord server logo. The tech the technical beholder uh, drawn by Hate from Save or Die and 3D, cre 3D drawn by Quinian from Quinian's Budget Craft. And then they were printed out and sent out to other, player to other members in the group. Um, we're going to be giving this away. In order to win this, what you're going to have to do is in the comments section, after the video is done, you're going to have to share the video. And then in the comments section, put shared tabletop dungeoneers ho. That's what you have to write in the comments. And that's, that's just the way it is. It could be all caps. It doesn't matter. It, it, actually, don't put all caps. Just just write it normal. <laughs> no, no. The reason why is because if you put all caps and some people don't, the random generator will only pick what we can type, and we can only type in one phrase to pick a random name. Yeah. Oh, okay. so they have to be typed exactly the same. So you type in the tabletop dungeoneers ho, and that's how we'll be able to find you. But you have to put shared. How do you spell ho? Well, if Critical just puts it in the description of the video, you can just copy and paste it so it's written exactly the same. Yep. That's what we'll do. She goes, okay, so that's the key. You got you to gotta share the video, and then you have to copy the, the, the text in the description and put that in the comments. And then next week's show, we will either do the random draw prior or we'll do it live on the show next week, Friday, so we can pick our winner and, and then send out the information to, to whoever won the, the Tabletop Dungeoneers logo, uh, Technical Beholder. So that's how you do it, guys. I thought, technically speaking, the hate was going to send me one, but apparently this whole group's full of lies, so watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you know what? You know what? That was months ago. It's not my fault. Just the way I feel. You know, it's honestly. He has it ready to go, except he doesn't have enough tape to wrap the box. Because that's true. He really likes to pack it up. He likes to pack the tape in, so he'll get it out to you guys. But there you guys go. The tabletop engineer. Some random person's gonna get one before I do. Oh, that's that's we have to Hey, okay. if you're watching, bro, you got to send it out, man. <laughs> so, tabletop engineers, ho! Doesn't matter. I can't paint it to justice anyway, so it's fine. Don't even lie. Do not. Okay? We've all seen your Tyrannosaurus. Do not lie. You're going to paint that a lot of that viola. Dude, we all know it. That, was, that, that Tyrannosaurus, was, that was an accident. That <laughs> happy accident? That was an accidental yeah. painting that actually worked out. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, um, if you guys want to take some time, uh, we'll start with Stu. 
take some time to plug whatever you got coming up on your channel next or anything you you got going on that Back you want to share with. will look beautiful painted. <laughs> no. <laughs> already painted it. <laughs> so yeah, some of the group members have already painted theirs. Um Kujo from Overboard DM has his uh built and primed and LED'd and all that stuff. So pretty cool. Yeah, it turned out awesome. Mm -hmm. So sure. but you have to you have to go uh you have to join the tabletop dungeoneers discord server to see it. So for sure. Yeah, and, and one of the requirements you gotta also you gotta have to like and subscribe to Tabletop Dungeoneers uh YouTube channel. Well that's this channel here. Yep. You to, uh, and you have to smell, yeah. smash yeah. that, oh, yeah. that bell icon. Yep. Smash yeah. the like button. Yeah. Smash the share. Yeah. And tell them that JD from Mr. Critical sent you. Support my GoFundMe. Support my my not existent Patreon. I need Patreon, your yeah. <laughs> Zero's got to get more RCs, guys. And my Follow me on Book of Mini Faces, you know, all that good stuff. So, so Stu, do you, what do you got coming up? And go Easy. check out all the rest. Individually. Do you have a uh, Stu? Do you have anything coming up on pre-roll dice? Anything well, got, you want to? Coming up. Well, just for you, see, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to get my Warlord Titan on the go. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I got a little bit of left, yeah, sorry, but it'll be the uh, the the Warlord Titan is coming up. I've also got. Uh, um, my my Star Drake, so I've got that. Uh, my Necromunda campaign going. As soon as if this out, if this if this crazy Corona thing stops, I've got a for Necromunda that a buddy of mine's going to come over. We're going to record and actually have some gameplay on the ch channel. As far as D and D goes, I've also recently got a turntable to showcase some of my painted minis. And our unboxing and giveaway. That guy knows one. how to paint. Again, once I hit 500 there subscribers, there you go, guys. Uh, you got to subscribe to his channel so we can get that giveaway. What's that? What is he at right now? On subscribes? Let's do it. Let's see a countdown for it. Thank you. Uh, while you're doing that, uh, Grim, what do you got coming up? Um, I actually didn't make any videos last week. <gasps> uh, <laughs> um, so I actually want to start painting what my bones minis that I've got. So I've got a video coming up where I'm just going to show some modeling tools, a few things that I've borrowed from the scale modeling world that I think people should should yeah, um, should invest in, a few handy things. And then um, I actually want to do an update on my campaign world. I've got a little bit more on that done. So I'm going to start showing a bit of actual material that I've written mm -hmm. um, and the way that I do things. So, yeah, nice. That's it. So, Stu, you are at 461 subs right now. Nice, dude. Oh, I can't wait to get there. Very nice. So, Canadian, what's up? What do you got going on? Uh, coming up here, I mean, I got a couple of items that, you know, I don't want to reveal it all here because then nobody's going to watch it. <laughs> but, and, oh, and I got a bunch of stuff coming from China, which may never get here. <laughs> And so on and so forth, but pretty much like those little pickups. Yeah, I haven't been going to the thrift shop lately just because the uh, virus stuff. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's not that's not going to be in the works. Okay. 
Um, I'm, I'm debating like certain things. I'm coming up on basically a year for my channel. So nice. Congratulations. I might do like a, I might do like a, this is where I started painting. This is where I'm at now. Very cool. Kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know if people oh. would be interested in that or yes. like yes. as a new mm. painter and like you look at, you oh, know, you'd look through it and go at the end of it, you go like, oh, that's nothing like maniac or whatever. So you'd be bored. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I like that because you know progress is important. That progress is something that no one outside of the channels are going to see, unless you show it to them. Yeah, right. it's but I only digress while I'm doing it. That's the problem. <laughs> and then I, I was, talking, <laughs> you know, I said, don't worry about how it looks right now because in a year, yeah. from now, it's going to be ten times better. Yeah, that's Stay true. Back. Like once I once I've let let them sit on the you know the counter for a bit, they kind of age. A little mm -hmm. bit and they get a, like a yellow tint which i probably <laughs> should have added before i put the black on it but whatever yeah they work out it's critical what do you got going on well apparently i'm going to be making some row 20 videos for you guys yes, yes. <laughs> so i gotta get i gotta i'm of god <laughs> <laughs> that is your shellac <laughs> uh, i do have a video coming out i'm actually editing for that uh, that compendium I told you about for the okay. uh, two starter sets. Okay. So I'm gonna go go over that. Maybe reshoot it because I don't like how it turned out. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can always reshoot it, dude. That's yeah. You know. But uh, other than that, just working. All right. Know. So right now, um, wait, which hobby are you gonna talk about? I have a lot. Um, I know which one because I don't think we got like thirty minutes left. No, shut what up. You're about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna paint this and retweak that and write this. Oh, RC oh, and... got it. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> got set up my war gaming stuff. I definitely got more unboxing videos coming. I just picked up a D and D haul today that I'm excited about with some of the new Nozzers miniatures. So I'm gonna do some of those and show that off. Um, I do have some scenery projects to finish. I still have to finish the gypsy house. Now, really quick, um, I want to do a live stream of me finishing up the gypsy house. So, Stu, if you're available, I'd like to get together with you and partner on a, on, on a, a, a live stream where we can do some paint and talk. You know what I'm saying? Especially because you're one of the few people in Discord that, do, that does 40K and Warhammer and stuff like that. So, when I'm you're in. painting your start, I'm in already. Yeah, if you want to do your start, I'll do mine. I got some Stormcast Eternal too that I need to get on my get off my ass. And let's paint. do. I mean, so I definitely still it. want to do that. Yeah, let's, let's do it. So we'll do the we'll do the, the two and zero show. <laughs> you know, and we'll go from there. But yeah, I think right Beautiful. now that's that's the main thing, and just focusing on just trying to finish some projects while I'm on quarantine. Well, you guys I mean, are on quarantine. I've been I mean, on lockdown, so I got out. So pff, this ain't nothing to me. Warden says I'm going to get some yard time pretty soon if I have good behavior. <laughs> <laughs> and, of, of course, I've got some more Gundam videos to shoot. Um, I definitely want to start working on some RC projects before the warm weather gets here. So I have some of that stuff coming up, too. So I'm, I'm trying to get a lot of my projects done while I'm sitting here doing nothing. Yeah, RC is like uh, weather dependent, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's some, yeah. some of the, the one I'm restoring. I'm actually restoring that grasshopper that I was having trouble with. I'm starting to see some light in the tunnel, so I'm really, really excited about finishing that project and just having it. Yeah, video I got to clean up a fox. That fox I found. You got a fox, 
dude. Yeah, man. I got what well, come on, you know that. I got a thrift shop for eight bucks. Oh my god, dude. But it's dirty is it like literally is caked. I don't know. Like, uh, but I think it's clean underneath. I just have to clean it up. I, I heard one of the dungeoneers has a super astute, but he won't let it go. Oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let it go, man. I need that car. But anyway, as always, um, obviously, whoever's watching, like, subscribe, share to this channel as well. If you get the chance to check out our tabletop dungeoneers Discord server, we'll put all the links for these channels and that server in the description and below. Yeah, oh, man, I need come on. Send it. <laughs> Send it. <laughs> and, and as if you can check out our other channels, all our individual channels, we're all doing something as you see. We've all got stuff going on. We've all got projects that we want to share with you guys. So, and people who are viewing and, and commenting, and I just got a comment today on a video I did months ago on the uh, those Russian miniatures that we got. Uh, retro. Oh, the Technolog ones. Yeah, I, someone commented, yeah. and I swear to God, this dude wrote an entire paragraph, and I was blown away just by what he. I mean, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, and this is such an old video of mine. I didn't think anybody was watching it still, but he did, and he was like extremely grateful that he came across my video because it helped him with his direction on his miniatures that he had because he's got the same ones and i was just like yo i actually commented on your channel in that video because you had just done the video and i was like we got to share this you know what i mean so that you guys yeah. commenting, liking subscribing to the channels it really helps keep us motivated to make more content i'm sure I, I, i'm not trying to speak for everybody but i'm pretty sure we all have that same feeling you know. No, I, I have totally a different view. My view is like, if I don't like record this, I'm not going to remember it. Oh, okay. And that's my channel. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is the same way, huh? He's like, what was again? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we 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 came up short today. We're at eleven thirty-six yeah. Central. Tabletop Dungeoneers at gmail.com. Send questions. Yes. Hate mail, yes. fan mail, fantastic ideas. If you guys, no if you guys have something you want us to talk about, send it. Send it and to we, hate. We'll talk about <laughs> to it hate on it, and we'll talk about it. You know. What I'm <laughs> and also, if you guys want to see Zero do a backflip, pound that like Just button that. and subscribe. <laughs> and <laughs> I got one for you. If we hit a hundred subscribers within this year, I will record myself doing backflips. I want to see him do backflips. I want to see him do a backflip. Okay, that we only make an account. Yeah. Different accounts. I'm in. Challenge <laughs> <laughs> me. I'm in. Click farm. <laughs> I don't even do the bloopers. Okay. <laughs> be like, dude, perfect. How many times did it take you for you to do it? Uh, you know, I used to do them before, so it's just you know, gotta. Get those bones loose, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be doing that. He'll be doing the live stream after that in the hospital. It's gonna be one take, okay? I'm gonna hit the floor and then I'm gonna hit the hospital. All right. But you guys <laughs> see it live. Yeah. We get a hundred subscribers. That's it. Done. <laughs> I have no problem. <laughs> I'm thinking. I heard they're not taking the hospital. Like people aren't taking. Uh, they're not taking people over eighty. Yeah. So. Uh, my mistake. It's late. Oh, Cujo says I'm 79. Uh, I'm 79. 79 and a half. <laughs> uh, Cujo says, Don't we all have a bunch of stuff coming from China? Nope, that's yeah, just we you. do. You know, <laughs> oh, and he also says, Cujo also says, and if you roll 20 
It's a critical. You know what's funny? I actually have not ordered from China in a couple, like in a month or two. It's been a, it's been a little bit since I've actually ordered because I've been doing all the other stuff. But I and I kind of feeling it. I'm like, man, I want to order something from China. <laughs> like their stuff is. So good luck with that right now. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. Man. I'm kidding. And they're gonna walk it over. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> You're gonna be walking on the water, be like, "Hey guys, what's up? How we doing?" Well, I'm just like watching the the Almighty end, right? And uh, dude, he's getting stuff in from Alley and yeah, he's getting wish, stuff in from Wish, and yeah, Ali's got some good deals, man. And then I'm, I'm like, gonna... now I'm ordering that. Thanks, man. Now I just spend more <laughs> of my money. You know what got me to Alley? Was I was actually looking for a recast of Warhammer 40k model that was not a print. Yeah. And I was just looking for a model of it, and I saw I found a recast on Ali, and then I found their whole store, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> and then I was, I, I, you know, when you're on Ali, anybody who knows, it on the first page, on your page, it'll show you all, like, relevant things to the things that you've searched, or just I know, but why does it always show me women's underwear? Dude, I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, maybe. I never looked it up, man. I never clicked it. He's right. Have you seen Silence of the Lamb? Someone's been using my account. <laughs> and I was like, this is where I learned that there is nothing you cannot order from Ali. Oh, you yeah. Anything. If you can yeah. think it, they have. If it's a product, they have it. And that's scary as hell. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that is true. Like I've been looking at cameras and stuff on over there. See now, I'm not sure if I want to do tech from there, right? No, like, I don't want to do like hardcore, expensive tech from there. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do tech from there. Yeah. I'm just kind of eh, like, even USB sticks are a scam. Oh, I'll get this 128 yeah. gig USB stick and it's no, like no, no. I've, I've ordered <laughs> uh, what was it a 128 gig, like micro SD card? Yeah. Uh huh. Look like a a Samsung one or whatever. Yeah. It's like super cheap, so I'm like, I'm gonna try it. I ordered it. Thing couldn't hold, like, couldn't hold a NES game. Couldn't hold a Atari 2600 game. Right. Wow. But it's set. It's set when you put it in your computer. It says it has this much space, but it has nothing. So yeah, I, like, you can. I basically you... just like I put it in. And I felt like I I did a computer trick with it and just like filled it with junk to see how much it could hold. Yeah. And it was like not even close. I actually, so I just, I just oh, like messaged them and I was like, "Look, this thing is not what what was advertised. Or I keep it, and here's your money back." They, I actually ordered. So that was them. pretty dope. Like that they did that. Well, Ali is actually just the server for all the different stores. I just found this out. So if you do yeah. the store, the store won't refund you. They won't send you anything. They just be like, "All right, cool, whatever." Ali will refund you though. All you have to do is do that. Yeah add that thing and they'll, they'll do it. I almost ordered a memory card from them, but I was comparing it to Amazon and Amazon was like a dollar more, but it was prime. So I was like, yeah, I'll just order from Amazon. And I'm thankful that I did. Cause like I said, I'm just really weary about ordering tech from China. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't order, order tech from it, but certain things like definitely yeah, it's worth it. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you want some so, junk brushes, man, go find one of those free things and pay $3 and get like, 15 brushes yep yeah. right and it's just for like junk jobs right sure. like, i can't even get brushes. that at the dollar store like i can't yep i yep. can't beat that absolutely 
and they have they have a hey. lot of cool stuff like uh, different like uh, gaming tools and like uh, modeling tools and things like that like yeah all kinds of kits and stuff you can actually order like a whole kit with like a exacto tweezers emery boards and all kinds of stuff i ordered a a, a kit that's like 30 dollars here for seven bucks from there and it's literally the same thing it just has a blank packaging you know so i was like well that's all i really needed i don't need what is that sue Titan. Stu, was that your Titan? Yeah, that's a Warlord Titan right there. Oh, so okay, so his oh, what I turned his White Dragon. Oh, is that the Warhound? Oh, that's a Warhound. Yeah. Nice. Oh, here we go. So here's this White Dragon I printed off and painted. Did you just paint that white? It's a White Dragon. I would know. I did like a little blue, uh, uh, dry like a uh, dry brush on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was just Except primed. It, it looks primed. No. It just looks primed. <laughs> I, did a, I did a gray primer. I need some high-res high, high res on the Discord. And yeah. people yeah. watching, show us your minis. Yeah. I want to see what people oh, are yeah. and stuff You know what? Like that would that. be very well, cool. I want you- Hell yeah, very cool. Yeah, show us your minis, man. Show us the work you're doing. You can actually put that on. Yeah. I, most of us have Facebook pages, so you can definitely check out We Roll Dice, uh, Zero's Hobbies, um, Thaco Factor. There's a ton of... of, of Facebook pages you can join and put your mini ch- miniatures up there. Definitely. Soon I'm going to launch one. It's a critical. Oh, yeah. That or, ooh, what is that? Piece of candy. What is that? That's cool. That's nice. Sorry, I'm trying it. to see it on my phone here. So it's sort of. Well, right now I'm using my phone. Oh, you're for, in- uh, through uh, OBS. Oh. Uh, what phone do you I have? think that's why the- it's just a- an LG one. I'm using the front camera. That's yeah, nice, my dude. lighting's not the best. Very nice. That's all right. That is. I don't have anything to show off. That's some big boy paint I couldn't do. Uh, oh, sure. you'll get there, brother. Here's, here's a fail print. Here you go. Yeah. I call this one zero. What? <laughs> you call it's a fail print. print zero? <laughs> yeah, because he's in the missing finger. It broke off. I got all my fingers. Get some green stuff. Whack one on. (laughs) (laughs) Whack one on. But yeah, no, this is a, uh, what is it? They call it a Blade Warforge or something like that. Oh, that's. In the Eberron. That's uh, Hate's character for Cujo's campaign. Yep. Warforge guy. Yep. There you go, Hate. He must have went. Listen to Finger. He must (laughs) have went night night because he's old. So he probably went to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Probably. <laughs> gonna get him. He tomorrow. was he was up really early. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had to get that sunrise special at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you got a lot of room to talk. You're older than him. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? You can advantage of it while you can, man. Nothing else is open so, now. Yeah, it's true. Oh yes, I know. Right I'm, on clean one. That that yeah. one there. Oh. I saw pictures like high res. High oh. resos of that on Facebook, I man, drove me nuts when I saw it. I need one of those. I was in my like, life. I'm gonna give up painting when I saw that. <laughs> so and it's all it's all magnetized. Oh, this guy, this guy with the tricks. Look at him. Very fancy nice. boy. Wow, Very dude. Fancy trick with your fanciness. Model. It's hideously beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, I appreciate yeah. you guys coming in um, mm-hmm. and, and joining on the show. This is, is awesome. Uh, and your and obviously your opinions. I mean, thank you. Definitely, definitely cool to have yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for coming, guys. Yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. And I hope we get more subscriptions for this. Appreciate you having me. <laughs> yep. And so, remember, if you roll a 20. I'll share, you, I'll share you wherever I can. Is that critical? Appreciate it. And like I said, Stu, come on anytime you want, brother. It's it's it was, It's been a pleasure yep. to have you on. Um, and it's always, you know, you guys, all of you guys, you know, I months ago, like six months ago, if they would have told me I was doing this, I'd have been like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm mm. saying? No way, what? not with people from Australia and Canada and what the no, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that I am, and we're just I know, right? It's pretty awesome to me. Like, it's we're international, baby, right? That's right, but you can't cross my borders. That's all, just not right, <laughs> not right now. <laughs> Ooh, wow, <laughs> just because we're Canadian doesn't mean we're not locked and loaded. I'm just saying, yeah. hey, I love it. <laughs> I, I love it. I'm not. You show up, man. I'm going to hug you at the border. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my, my buddy just Knowing you, Retro, you might do a little bit more than hugging him, eh? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Hug. Yeah. Trying to say hugging him at tugging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does this smell like chloroform to you? Yeah. All love. All love. That's all. <laughs> Hi, I'm Richard. It's the best. <laughs> You, does it smell like chloroform to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How all good stories. Bam. <laughs> oh, so awesome. um, the deadline for the giveaway is going to be 15 minutes before we start the cast, uh, the live stream. So at 8:45 p.m. next Thursday. Ooh, no. Why don't we do Wednesday? That way, that'll give us like two days to go through the comments and stuff. Oh, no, I see what you're saying. Thursday, my bad. Never mind. I'll yeah. show that. I'll show that. Thank so, you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not convenient at all. It's getting late. It's definitely getting late. It is. So, yeah, eight, eight, we're going to stop it at 8.45 <laughs> Thursday. So, so, you have having your comments, 8.45 Thursday. And we will uh, pick pick it live. I won't. Be, am I off? The, I might be present for it. I might not. Depending, I got to look at my schedule. I'll be at work. You can't win. Is that like a royal we or uh, you? What? Huh? <laughs> we said American. we or something. They don't understand the American. The 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 royal we. <laughs> <laughs> like you're speaking for y'all. Is that word? Oh, y'all. Okay. No. Yeah, you got to red make it for me, okay? Y'all. Get her done. That's hey. their question. Hey. Watch it. Okay, now, now, now we're touching some sensitive topics. Yeah. We should maybe stay away from this. He's, he's Chicago. He doesn't count. He's not redneck. He's Chicago. <laughs> What? I said, you know, oh, Redneck, you Chicago. Wait a cotton pick a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just because your neck's red doesn't make you a Redneck. <laughs> you know you're a Redneck. It's right here. Yeah, it's right here. <laughs> so, yeah, 840. You're specific, man. Yeah, 845 Central Time. Central Time, yeah, there you go. Yep. And 
Uh, zero. You gotta do the. Uh, you gotta do the. Uh, draw. Draw. Yeah, I'll do the draw. Okay. I mean, if we want to do it, we can. Um, I'll just have to screen share, but I mean, you know. Well, we can do it. We can do it when I come on. You can do it that too. Are you coming on late on Friday or? Uh, most likely, I gotta look at my schedule that I can get with you on that. Well, you know, are we, we doing a, are we doing a Thursday or Friday? Your we're time? doing it on Friday, but you know, we could do. We'll do it towards the end of the show. This is the most confusing giveaway I've ever dealt with in my life. This is our first giveaway. No, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna solve the puzzle to win the prize. So, so the you might... must be present for the draw. <laughs> Here you go. Yes, this you is the rule. This takes the true. It takes the true D and D expert to figure out what we're talking about. North. <laughs> Yeah. How many get- DMs does it take to re- do a giveaway? <laughs> I, need a, I, need, I need a table to roll against. <laughs> I got to so, your mic. <laughs> that's funny. So yeah, awesome. so they have till Thursday to put their right. comments in, and then I'm. Do I do I get to roll my D12 finally? Yeah. I get to roll a D12. Actually, don't let's I? make it. <laughs> yes, D12. Let's do it by midnight on Thursday. Eleven fifty nine fifty nine on Thursday. <laughs> Okay, eleven fifty nine fifty nine on Thursday. <laughs> Whatever, that's where. Or that's by midnight. Thursday. Is that Doctor Who? What? Is that Doctor Who on your shirt? Yes, yes, it is. See, you're not a real Doctor Who fan until you get some autographs. Uh, I got a TARDIS. I got an autograph TARDIS. Okay, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. You want to see it? Nope. <laughs> Bottom line, we will know who the winner is before the show starts. So. Yes. So, you know what? Just get them in there. Yes. As long as it's in there before Friday, uh, before the show starts, should be good. Yeah. That should be. That should work. And then that so. way you can just – and you copy and paste the, the, the descri- from the description so that uh, everybody yeah. has the same chance of winning. Because the last time I did a giveaway, everybody typed it differently, and it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, yeah. All they got to do – because I put copy this, and I put – T- tabletop to engineers, ho. There you go. Just make sure you spell it right. Yeah. I did. Hey, Kelly. <laughs> you might want to double check the spelling <laughs> on it. I'm dyslexic, so. Oh. Why do you got to bring up painful shit? <laughs> well, you know, well, my, fellas, well, um, my, my, my drink's gone, guys, so I might have to. No worries, man. Again, thank you for joining us, brother. Appreciate it so yeah, much. Man. Yeah, I'm about to bow out too. So, okay. No worries. Awesome Road talking time, to y'all. you guys hey, again, hey, hey. man. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Oh yeah, it's that podcast. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. What am I find the podcast? Actually, somebody uh, the other day I was at work and they was listening to it. I'm like, oh, you listening? What podcast is that? And they said, oh, it's D and D After Dark. I'm like, oh, really? They're like, yeah. The voice sounds familiar. I'm like, yeah, that's me. No, <laughs> no way, right? <laughs> so real quick, Grim, tell them where they can find the podcast. Um, so the best way to find the list is to jump on the Discord. But mm. Anchor FM, uh, Google Play Store, Spotify, Pocket Casts. Um, we're basically on everything except for Apple. They're still being bitches about it, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> We're not going to get another. it now. That's good. But yeah. So I'm heading off. Thanks again, everyone. Thanks for watching. Um, yeah. 
What's up to Hate and Cujo, all the people that came in the chat over the course of the show. Oh, yeah. It's always awesome. We are at 16 subs right now on the Tabletop Engineers uh, D&D After Dark. Remember, if we get to 100 within the year, I'll do a backflip. And, and now, that my, now that my phone's plugged in, I'm at 84%, oh. which is pretty dope. <laughs> and if we get to 100 subs, we're going to do another giveaway. We'll probably give away a modular. What? Yep. A, a module? A module, yep. Um, okay. I want a module. Can I, I get to, that? Why are we giving stuff away? Am I now? eligible? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I knew you I shouldn't have joined this. Nice. So I could be eligible. Yeah. It. And you know what? <laughs> Zero's gonna pay for it. Yeah, you know what? Cujo can pay for it. He can fit it in his budget. Be careful. <laughs> no, uh, He's actually, going overboard, I do so. I <laughs> he goes overboard in all things D D, guys. Yeah. All right. Couldn't so, send me stuff. Yeah. Do it. All right, fellas. We have five minutes in, so we are at eleven fifty-five. Um, I'm going to head out and I appreciate you guys jumping on with us. It's been a blast as always. Thank you very much. Um, loving it. Thank you. what they say, if you roll a 20, it's a critical. Thanks guys. All right. You guys are awesome. Out. I'm out. Peace. I'm out.